Hold on to your mug. We're in for a wild night. Greeting, traveler. Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to part two of our Dark Moon Fair set review. Uh, in part one, we covered Demon Hunter and Druid. We are now moving on to Hunter. So uh, let's just get started here. Uh, the first Hunter card is Mystery Winner. This is a common uh, one mana, one one, battle cry, discover a secret. I'm very excited with this set because I feel like uh, Secret Hunter is getting a lot of support. Hmm. Uh, this card seems okay to me. It's a one, one for one plus discover a secret. Uh, I like it. Uh, personally, I gave it a three. I'm not quite sure how, how strong it's going to be in wild, but I think that it, uh, sort of revived a dying archetype. Uh, and I can't wait for someone like Duin to, to theory craft a full on, like, like a legit secret hunter deck, because I think before we were having to play secrets, you know, as half the deck and something else for the other half of the deck. I don't think that Secret Hunter will ever be as good as Secret Mage, um, but uh, I like where this is heading. I think it's playable. Uh, I think that it potentially helps to create a new archetype, though how strong it is, I really don't know. Uh, but I'm giving it a three. Mike, what about you? Uh, yeah, I gave this card a one. Um, I Hunter is a tier four class slash deck in wild. <laughs> Uh, you're not wrong well, you, I mean... <laughs> you, you put this in yeah. you put this in Reno you put this in Secret Hunter alright Battle Cry discover a secret find a secret so I'll just keep it real because I know we have players of every level listening so you play this and then your opponent plays Jibber and then they play Coin and then a Jibber and then they play more spells and they got this huge board and now your turn two is Hunter. Like, what do you do against a gigantic board? Like, I don't, this card, all these Hunter cards, honestly, this will be the longest I speak, and I'm just going to rate them all very low because it's Hunter. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, right there with Mike, I gave this a one also. Um, it's wild. We There's some pra- crazy turn ones out there, like whether you're playing like Aggro Druid or anything with pirates, like, Kingsbane or Odd Rogue or just Pirate Warrior in general. This is, to me, it's like the shameful putting your patches on the board turn one. <laughs> like, it's a one mana one one. <laughs> so, I, I, I feel like it's it's just, it's not good enough. And if it casted the secret, yeah. Yeah, yeah if, yeah, if it cast the secret, or made it free, like, Mage has what one mana two one, where you can play the uh, secret for free, so... Uh, so, 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 Mike, what what you said is exactly what I was going to say. This was card was on the precipice of being really strong. If after you discovered the secret, it played it. Yeah, It'd but you still have to spend sweet. two more yeah. mana to actually play the secret. That would have been sweet. I would have been like, okay, like I'll I'll play some more hunter. Right. Yeah. So it's it, a one solid so, one know, for me. It, it's it's more secrets, which is nice. It's got a body attached to it, which is nice. 
Not good enough. Yeah. Yeah. I but yeah, I, I think I'd rather just put the secret that I actually want in my deck, which brings me to the uh, flavor text, which is, yeah, but the mystery prize could be anything. Even a boat. <laughs> Even a boat. <laughs> Even a boat. So yeah, this is a, a one for me too. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Now, I, I mean, here's the, the, the other problem with it really is that, especially in wild, right, is that the secret pool... The card pool in general is gigantic, but the secret pool is like, you know, we're going to end up with a crappy secret and then it's going to feel bad. Um, So I don't know. And you still have to play it. Can I change my score to a two? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Next up is uh, uh, Dancing Cobra. This is a two mana, one five beast, corrupt, gain poisonous. Um, so we saw Crypt play this in the reveal stream. Um, I, I don't know. It's a two mana one five. Uh, I don't think you want to hold this in your hand. The poisonous, like, eh, I don't know. I, this is an interesting car for me where I, I really want to discover this from Deathstalker Rexar. Yeah. And make a zombiest with it. But hmm. like the card itself, I don't picture it being played in any meta deck. Uh, if it had rush, then it'd be cool or taunt maybe, or, uh, something else, but I don't see what I would take out to stick this in. I just gave it a one. Same. Gave it a one. I also gave this a one. I like to play on curve and I can't play on curve uh, in standard. I feel like they'll be able to get away with it a little more, but uh, I, I like that it has the beast tag. Yeah. Uh, like it's got a big old butt. That's true. Like, that's cool. And it, people may have to run a couple things into this to get rid of it. But I don't know. It just seems slow and awkward. Don't like it one. If it just had poisonous without the corrupt, it might be pretty good. I think mm. that would be too good. <laughs> yeah. Um. For me, this is a one as well. But the flavor text is a five. Snakes are just tentacles with fangs. <laughs> Okay, okay. <laughs> it's great. It's perfect for the set, too. <laughs> Isn't it, it, though? Exactly. Like, like if they didn't have point. it in this set, that wouldn't make no sense. Right, <laughs> right, right. I love it. And and Mike, right? This well, I'm just giving the entire the entire hunter class a one in this. In this <laughs> <laughs> you got his preamble with the first one. Now I could just say one and, and move on. Pretty Smart much. man. <laughs> All right. Next up is open the cages. This is oh, oops, let's see here. I need to scroll down here. There we go. Uh, open the cages. This is a two mana common secret. When your turn starts, if you control two minions, summon an animal companion. All right, this card sucks. <laughs> right, <laughs> this this card relies on your opponent not dealing in, not dealing with your board at all, which seems like a long shot. Also, the animal companion is random, and if I wanted to play animal companion, I just play animal companion for three instead of two mm-hmm. like i th- it's so conditional like i this is just not good it's got nice art sort of i gave it a one ten dollars for someone who can tell me how many times nate said animal companion in the past minute Five hundred eighty-six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's mega trash one <laughs> 
<laughs> Mega trash. <laughs> I like that. That's... The only thing I fear is if for some reason people start playing it, then it's confusing to play around. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the that's the only thing. But as long as it's as garbage as we all think it is, then no one's going to play it. So we'll go with the one. But if, if people do play it, then then it'll be kind of confusing to play around. But uh, yeah, let's just run a minion or the animal companion. I don't need any trickery on that. Let's just stick to the game plan. One. Yeah. On my spreadsheet, I had uh, a two just because it expands the uh, <laughs> amount of, of secrets that people are playing around, but the card itself is actually a one. The flavor text might actually inspire a uh, Born to be Wild um, uh, song uh, parody, though. Coming out on my cage, and I'm dead by turn nine. <laughs> oh, boy. The flavor text for, for the hunter card, like, I'm only mentioning the flavor text when it's, like, amazing. I've mentioned the flavor text for every single hunter card so far. <laughs> That's great. <clears throat> what song is that? It's, it's a the Killers, killer. right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah, know the real sorry. lyrics, but... <laughs> and I'm doing just fine. Uh, gotta, gotta yeah. yeah. Mr. Brightside. Right? There you go. Yeah. 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 All right. Oh. Okay. All right. Next up is uh, Petting Zoo. This is a three mana spell. Summon a 3 3 Strider. Repeat for each secret you control. Uh, here's the, th- here's, here's my thought on this. Like, I, I really want to try Secret Hunter. I know that this is going to be um, like a tier four deck. But I think that there's definitely like potential here if I'm able to uh, play my what is it? What's the the three four that lets you play all your secrets for free? You know, like oh, I yes. can the cloaked cloaked huntress, huntress, right? The card so, you beat me with in uh, UHL a couple years ago. <laughs> I don't even remember that. That's I I'm sorry. <laughs> Mike will yeah. never forget. Yeah. Oh god. So like <laughs> right I I play I play a couple secrets. I could play this and get a couple 3/3 striders, but uh so at, at the very worst it's a 3 mana 3/3. Three, three, but there's potential for getting more. So if I've got one secret it's 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 two 3/3s three, for 3. If I've got two secrets it's three 3/3s. Three, um I'm giving it a two. I think that uh, it'll see fringe play in a fringe deck, but I think that the value uh, is is relatively easy to get if you're playing a secret-focused deck. Uh, so I'm giving it a two. Yeah, I'll give it a two as well. It's fringe-worthy, um, just based on what it does. Like you said, cloak, cloak conscious, get all the secrets down, and then play this. So yeah, I'll give it a two. I was slightly more optimistic. I actually gave this one a three. Uh, based on it, it kind of reminds me of Spellstone. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I think that this could like it's it's not hard to play secrets as Hunter, and I feel like a lot of the time you're going to get more than just a three three out of this. And basically, with the tiering system that we have selected, three stands for playable. And if I'm going to play a deck with a bunch of secrets, and I can drop a bunch of three threes for three mana. I think that would be playable, so I give it the three. I think that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I basically had a question in my my notes, and that is, will Petting Zoo make Secret Hunter a thing in Wild? 
and and I think the answer that I came to is probably not. So I love petting zoo. I think it's kind of one of the rewards that you get for actually running secrets. And there are, you know, kind of like a critical mass of secrets, uh, particularly in wild. Um, but I think it's going to see fringe play at the best. So I, I'm going to have to go with the two as well. But it's it's a very strong card. It just there's not enough like other secret synergies to make it like competitive. Yeah, I almost gave it a three. Uh, I will be playing it in Dumpster Legend on day one. <laughs> I'll oh, yeah. That. <laughs> the flavor text is, welcome to the petting zoo. Do not touch the animals. <laughs> Look at them, would you? Look how big they are. <laughs> petting zoo. Don't touch. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Next one up is the Trampling Rhino. Uh, it's a five mana, five, five beast okay. with rush after this attacks and kills a minion. Excess damage hits the enemy hero. So this one checks the bingo card for stolen from another TCG. Yeah. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> right. Uh, oh, bingo card. Exclamation bingo. Just kidding. We don't have that coming. Right. If, if it only said, if it, it could remove all of that text and just say trample. Uh, I love it. That, I mean, they have no qualms about stealing the mechanic. They call it trampling rhino. Like mm -hmm. it's, it's an homage. Huge nod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I really like this though. Uh, there's potential, right? If I draw this with like draw a beast, give it plus two plus two or anything that like buffs this at all. Getting this from Deathstalker Rexar is awesome. Like it's got rush and trample. Uh, I don't see, and it's a beast. Like I see zero downside to this. I gave it a three. Um, I think it's playable. I don't know because hunt. The, here's the problem, right? Uh, Hunter sucks in wild at the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, and and so I really struggle with like where does this go? Like when in my climb last month, like I didn't see Hunter at all, uh, or this month or whatever. Like I we just don't play it in wild, unfortunately, or very little. Uh, I played a little bit of Reno Hunter, uh, and hopefully Hunter comes back. I mean, Hunter's a fun class. Uh, off of Deathstalker Rexar, this card just seems nuts to me. Um, can you imagine getting this with like with uh, Life Steal or uh, Poison or anything like that? Like, oh, amazing! Wouldn't it be rad if Poison just <laughs> just killed the enemy hero? That's, that's what I was just thinking. <laughs> <laughs> read my mind that's so funny so i gave it a three that was funny you said that poison killing the enemy hero uh and a couple of cards I'll, I'll, I'll bring that back up um yeah i give this card based on how our rating system works i gotta give it a two i say it's fringe because this to me right off the bat looks like it's a knuckles ish card mm -hmm. so we got to discount the mana cost and increase the attack and then other cards that will copy this card once it's discounted um so with that said that's my rating um now to the part of blizzard um i want to I give them props because it doesn't bother me if they took this from magic i came from playing magic to play this game so they're pretty much doing like what apple does you know Apple sees what the market does, and they're like, okay, <laughs> we're going to make something way better. So if they're going to take the you know, the word trample and put it in the name, basically it's like if Magic won't, 
make the game we're making. We'll just take the mechanics from it once in a while. Because are they ever going to make a game like Hearthstone playable online? No. So why not take the stuff that's fun for Magic and put it in this game? That works for me. Yep. Um, what was your rating on it again? Two? Two. Two, two yeah. Two. Uh, I gave this Hope card a, th- a, a three because five mana, five, five. So, you know, somewhat base stats on there, but it's it's a beast. I also thought of Knuckles as well when I saw this. Um, there could be some setup with it or you just, you know, play it on curve. I think it's, in general, just a very sound good card. So I put that as playable. I'm not really sure if it's going to, like, Hunter isn't necessarily playable unless right now in Wild, unless it's a hero power hunter <laughs> like like an an even hunter or an odd hunter kind of thing but it could go into like a highlander style deck or it could go into a beast deck i think it's good three might be kind of high oh but it's it's a playable card so I, i'm just gonna eat it and say three i feel like it's a bit of a two but it's it's a good card so i want to give it three yeah, I was initially thinking that this was a huge buff for Deathstalker Rexar, but then uh, uh, Salty McNulty in the chat mentioned that um, it won't be offered for for uh, Deathstalker Rexar because of the text. And out of cards, uh, out of dot cards confirms that because it's uh, both has a keyword and text, and that's what kind of eliminates it. Um, wait, wait, what? Hmm. So uh, at the very least, according to to outof.cards, this will not be in the Deathstalker Rexar pool. Um, As such, I'm less excited about this one than I was before. Um, Just because, I mean, for for me, this is a two. Um, I I love the card. I think it's going to be super powerful and amazingly fun, particularly in Standard, where I have a lot of fun but not competitive uh, Beast Hunter uh, theory crafts. Um, But... I, I just don't know what I would want to play this in. Like the the only things that I'd want to play it in are you know like Beast Hunter, which is not going to be competitive whatsoever. Odd Hunter doesn't really want to run it. It's you know not quite um, powerful enough. Uh, I hate that it's a two because it's a really cool mechanic and a really fun card. But for Wild, this is unfortunately a two for me. Mm. Sad, sad, sad. Yeah. I don't get I don't get why it doesn't come off the hero. Um so because it has like text um on top of a keyword is what, what out of cards is saying eliminates it because uh the, the keyword of course of rush, but then the text of after this minion attacks, like having the two of those is kind of what what eliminates that. It can't smash um, it together with a second minion and fit all the text on one card, I think. I mean Oh, because they like to have the four lines. Well, so so it's I that, but it's that also the, the the fact that it's got like the like persistent effect text. So that's kind of like one bucket, and then the keyword text, which is it's kind of the bucket. other bucket. Yeah, because it it does one. Your first offer is one of the buckets, and your second offer is the other bucket, right? And this has yeah. both, right? What if you picked a a vanilla card first? Then could you get it in the second bucket? Supposedly no, but I don't know for sure. Hmm. And, and so out right of now, there's, there's no minions in the, in the pool all. that have a keyword and a description afterwards. There's no minions right, right now. 
Right. And, and two, they, they even said uh, back in the day that, um, you know, they would eliminate things that um, would make it kind of like either conditional or too, too strong or too weak or something like that. Uh, for example, King of Beasts is not in the Deathstalker Rexar pool, um, even though it doesn't even meet those qualifications. I'm not sure why that one was di- discounted from the pool, but, but it is. Um, yeah. So I don't know if this is something that they went in and actively eliminated from the pool or if it was di- discounted or um eliminated from it because of the the two different bucket system or what but yeah this will not be part of Deathstalker Rexar's pool which is rip makes me sad honestly yo could i can i pull a nate do we get like three lifelines on the show <laughs> can you change your score now <laughs> yep yeah for sure dude one sad one yep sad 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 Mm. All right. Has been modified. All right. Uh, next card up is the Dark Moon Tonk Death Rattle. It's a uh, seven mana, eight, five mech with Death Rattle fire four missiles at random enemies that deal two damage each. We, I don't know who I was playing with the other day. Uh, it was Blue Train, I think, that um, said there's, there's always some dude that he runs into in casual who is always playing mech hunter. Um, and like having this with, um, you know, with magnetic or having this with rush or having this with poisonous would be really crazy. Uh, having the, you know, the card that plays a, uh, the death rattle from one of your mechs. Um, like there's some potential for some shenanigans here. I think that this is probably a lot better in standard. Mm. I really want to like it. I think that someone like Duin will do something crazy with it. Although I don't think that it ever really becomes meta. Uh, Although that being said, when it is played, it's a big threat, right? It's a a seven mana, eight, five with a death rattle that does an additional eight damage. Uh, Having this off of like, um, what is it? Nine lives or something that will uh, trigger the death rattle um, or something like that. Like there's some potential here, but I think it's fringe. Uh, again, like we've all said, like Hunter kind of sucks in Wild, unfortunately. And so I'd give it a two. I still think that the card itself is a threat. Um, mm-hmm. And I could see, you know, pairing something. I, there was, there's an old card, and I can't think of the name off the top of my head, and I didn't look it up. But uh, it was something that gave, it's the one that shoots little 1-1 missiles at the end of each turn. And mm-hmm. when you gave that thing poisonous, it, it was like a board clear every turn. Like the magnetic guy that did that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there's like, uh, there's potential for shenanigans here. The death rattle is pretty strong when it actually launches. Um, although at seven, it's it, like this card is kind of hard to play. I give it a two. A five for flavor. And missile launcher is the one you were uh, looking for earlier. That uh, that yeah. does the one. See, that's what I thought it was. But it for that just sounded too plain, like it wasn't it. <laughs> what do you think, Mike? Um, this is a one. Go ahead, Idris. <laughs> uh, I gave it a two, just because of the fact that it could be fun on some weird fringe deck that somebody like Duwin is playing so that categorizes it for me as fringe so it's a two it's a cool card it looks like it's fun i'm not putting it in is playable or competitive whatsoever 
enough said, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Mech Hunter is a thing. This doesn't go in Mech Hunter. Death Rattle Hunter could be a thing, but you probably aren't playing this. You're probably playing more like immediately impactful or, or taunted things in that. I gotta say this is this is a one for me, and I hate that because it's it's like the flavor is so fantastic, and it's gonna be such a fun card to play in standard. But in in wild for me, this is a one. That's unfortunately, I think that's pretty pretty accurate. <clears throat> All right, next up, is, we get into the epics. This is a two mana spell called "Don't Feed the Animals." Um, <laughs> give give all beasts in your hand plus one plus one corrupt give them plus two plus two instead uh i i don't i don't think that i i gave it a one i mean there's some nutty combo potential here i think that it's too slow uh for this to, to sit in your hand and then have to play a three cost to get it bigger like hand buff is not a thing in wild and if it is it's it's in mech paladin um, or there's some potential shenanigans with this new like menagerie warrior, maybe, uh, and that's a big maybe. Uh, so there's like I love the flavor and the art's really cute, uh, but I think that this is a one. Like I can't imagine a world where I play this. So um, I give it a one. What about you, Mike? <clears throat> so we're not uh, we can't use profanity here, right? <laughs> I mean, if you can, I'll I'll, I'll just mergle you after you can, you can say. <laughs> I'll, I'll just timestamp it and censor you. It's great. Go for it. All right, get ready. Okay. So, <laughs> why is it, if not expansion after expansion, it's like year after year, they make these <laughs> hunter epic cards. Like looking at this makes me think of Stampede. Mm-hmm. Like. This is a one. This whole class is a one. Like, they had the hashtag delete priest and it's delete hunter. It's like, what is going <laughs> on, dude? <laughs> this is ridiculous. It's a one. Yeah. Um, I also gave this a one. It's just um, way too slow. I want to be throwing my minions, my beasts out on the board. I don't want to be sitting around buffing stuff that's in my hand when I'm trying to have board presence. One. Next card. I mean, sorry, sheep. You can talk. <laughs> uh, I'm only going to talk to say that the flavor text for this is hilarious. <laughs> They're still oh, cleaning up the mess from the last time someone fed the basilisk a deep fried candy bar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross! <laughs> and you can see the chunks of stuff just like falling oh, all wait. around them. Yeah, That's hilarious. Um, but yeah, this card's oh, a one. <laughs> all right. Next up is. Jewel of Nazoth. This is an eight mana epic spell. Summon three friendly death rattle minions that died this game. Um, this is interesting. I saw uh, Duin earlier today post a theory craft death rattle hunter deck with this on the top end. Um, you know, is it is it competitive? I don't know. It's definitely a build around, right? Uh. It, if you build the death rattle hunter correctly, this is very fun. Um, unfortunately, I think that that it's fringe, right? It's really expensive and it's really fringe at eight mana. Like if it was nine, it would be absolutely unplayable at eight. I mean, this is basically like a Nazoth, but only for, but only three. 
So I don't know. I mean, I don't want to give it flat out, give it a one because I think it will be fun, but I, at the same time, don't think that it's particularly like, it's definitely not meta. Um, and it's very slow. I give it a two. Mike gives it a one. We can move on. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking, but that's probably right. He pointed. He doesn't even need to say it's perfect. Yeah. Outside of people that are notable, like CDC and Duwin, mm-hmm. um, doing some kind of nine lives, crazy, you know, death rattle synergy. It's a, it's a, I'll give it a two because of those two people. Wow. Literally. Like, <laughs> Those two make some kind of jewel in mm-hmm. his off deck. This is um, so they so this card act is played as a spell, but is this one of the cards that they had named or dubbed as an artifact of the four old gods, right? I think it might have been like there's four like artifacts or four like items. Of the yeah, four yeah, old yeah. Gods. Yeah, interesting. I, I it it fits in that category. It would seem. Yeah, it looks like it. That's all I got. I was trying to add some more mystique to it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, this was my first instinct was Hunter control card, Hunter goes face. So I just flat out gave it a one. Seems too slow. Maybe one day we'll have our awesome control style Hunter. But my first instinct was like the hero power tells you what Hunter's trying to do. And this doesn't seem to go in what Hunter's trying to do, at least right now. Maybe one day, but it was a flat out one for me. Fair enough. What about you, Sheep? I want so so hard to give this a really high rating because like many Nizoth, you can play two Nizoths and Highlander Hunter. But No, I mean, well, you could play Jewel of Nizoth and you can play regular Nizoth. Regular Nizoth. And then you yeah. can play new Nizoth. <laughs> We can play three Nazoths <laughs> in Highlander Hunter. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, I, I can't quite give it give it a one because I mean it's it's an archetype that, while not strong, is still ha- has its devotees. Um, I, I got to give it a two because I, I don't think that it's even going to be like playable outside of people who like just want to jam. Um, you know death rattle and or or highlander hunter but i think that those people will play it and so yeah i'm gonna give it a two because i'm excited about the card even though i might not ever play it death rattle hunter is like one of my old favorites when i was grinding out my 1k um you know i i really enjoy the archetype i won't say that it's particularly good at the moment um but it's very fun so all right, let's move on to the legendaries. So the first up is Ringling's Rifle. It's a four mana tutu. After your hero attacks, discover a secret and cast it. Um, so this is this is like what you were saying that one one should be. <laughs> right? Yeah, yep. this is the ability that should be on the one one. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that this goes in a secret hunter deck. Um, I I like that you attack. I like that you play the secret. So like the, the cost, I don't know. It, it's not a great weapon. I, I think that it fits in that style of deck. It has some synergy with um, 
Uh, let's see. Which one is it? Oh, the is it the petting zoo where you uh, <laughs> where you get three threes for your uh, secrets played? So I don't know, but again, it's, it still feels fringe to me. I give it a two. I mean, I don't think it's just straight up bad. Uh, I think it's fun in the right deck, but I don't think that it becomes meta or is busted or anything like that. I give it a two. Um, I played a lot of Reno Hunter to Diamond Ten this month. Uh, this weapon seems cool. I would definitely play it in there because, well, it's Reno Hunter, so it's tier four. So I'll give it a two. I was a little harsher. I gave this a one. Um, based on if I put this in a secret hunter, I feel like I may be torn between, like, because we're not cutting Eagle Hornbow, right? Because that's mm-hmm. just what you play, because it keeps getting buffed and buffed and buffed when people um, trigger your secrets. So this costs more than Eagle Hornbow. So what do you play this first so you can get a bunch of secrets out there and then you play your Eagle Hornbow like off curve? Like, I don't know. It just seems awkward to me f- to be in that deck. So I personally don't like it could definitely be wrong but uh i gave this a one my notes for this card were very succinct yeah no my notes are just simply no this is the one all right this is the one cool um cool glad somebody agrees with me on that one it's four mana which is really expensive and if it had like a lot of durability or a lot of attack like you're paying the same mana that that you would pay for the secrets anyway, right? You're mm-hmm. just also getting uh, a for attack as part of it. Um, it. Just secret hunter wants to be more aggressive. This costs a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Reno hunter wants wants to be you know more reactive, and in order to like attack things, you still have to take face damage in order to do so. I just, I, I don't know where this really sees a home, but the flavor text is amazing. It says, this rifle needs a muzzle for its muzzle. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. That's really clever. <laughs> That's pretty funny. All right. Um, all right. Next up, we've got the final legendary. This is uh, Maxima Blastenheimer. It's a six mana, four, four battle cry. Summon a minion from your deck. It attacks the enemy hero, then dies. Uh, so this goes in your death rattle deck, potentially like this couples well with uh, the tonk. So potentially, you know, you, you hit them for what is it? Eight damage or seven damage or whatever it is. And then all the, the death rattle triggers. Um, I think that this could find a place in a death rattle deck. I think that it could find a place in a Highlander deck. Um, this with brand seems really cool. Uh, I, I'm not like the idea of it dying at the end of the turn kind of sucks a lot. Uh, I really want to like it. I think that it's like, this is a build around card. Um, Mm -hmm. but I really like it in the right deck. Um, I I, make an assessment mm -hmm. if you're running brand with this and you haven't drawn brand yet, 
Yeah, you could pull Bran Bran from your deck, so that that may not be um, advantageous. (laughs) You'd have to play Bran first. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Though that'd be bad. Um, I feel like we'd have to shuffle something back in your deck (laughs) to know what you're pulling. It's definitely um, it's definitely a build around, right? And I think that it's it'll be better in standard where you're going to play the Tonks. Uh, I I giving it a two because I think it's fringe, like. It's definitely there's some fun things that you can do with it. I just um, like there's so much potential for it to pull. Like this is gonna pull your Nizoth. This is gonna pull your, uh, you know, something that you don't want it to, and um, that's bad. I'll give it a two. Mm. Mike, what do what do you give this card? Uh, I was. I, it's a one. Like all these hunter cards are really bad, dude. <laughs> uh, I mean, what is this like a a combo meme card? Like, yeah, if a minion had poisonous, but then heroes can't die to poisonous, so then that they'd have to like make a minion with like zero attack poisonous. I don't know. Like, it's this the only the only kind of thoughts that come to mind when I look at this card. It's like goofy meme thoughts. So like instantly mixed with being hunter, it's a one. Like, this goes with that Tonk card. You want the Tonk to hit face, right? And then die, and all the missiles come out, and you get a YouTube highlight, and then the next eight games you lose. So, <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, uh, I gave it a two just because of the potential highlights. That's, that's pretty much it. Like, it seems really cool. There's going to be some funny things you can do with it. It is not gonna be meta whatsoever i don't think it's a playable meta card it's not slotting into any sort of deck at all that exists i fear playing this in a highlander deck like if you like you don't want it to pull your zephyrs or your reno or like whatever or your brand <laughs> right like like like, like shoot you, your reno jackson face and then it <laughs> dies <laughs> like like it just seems so bad for that but Somebody could make some cool, weird thing that would be meme and fringy. So I do give it a two just on the potential of doing something kind of fun with it. One. <laughs> I, I don't I don't have anything clever to say about this one. I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> Sweet. All right. Uh okay. Well then we're moving on to Mage. I mean that does help with us not having a ten and a half hour show. So Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay so first up is the confection cyclone this is a two mana three two elemental battle cry add two one two sugar elementals to your hand first off this is the um this is my favorite art in the set i love it <laughs> i think it's so cool um i the ability is okay uh what i'm curious about and i i saw this as I reviewed this set was that there seemed to be a lot of elemental mage minions in this set for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. So my question is like, Hmm, is elemental mage ever going to be a thing? I doubt it, but maybe like I'll try it. I mean, I don't think that it's going to be particularly good. The ability for the cost isn't bad. Uh, It makes me like, I'll want to pull out my death Knight Jaina um set that you can't kill the them with your hero power maybe they should have been two ones 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I The art is amazing. I can't wait to see it golden. Uh, I gave it a two. Yeah, I gave this. So the one, two sugar elementals, are they just like, like Firefly, basically? Basically. Yeah, pretty much. Just cuter. <laughs> so <laughs> um, probably tastier. So Reno Mage, um, Pocket Galaxy, Secret Mage, all the current decks. I'm not sure where I'd put this or what deck I'd make with this. I know there's like a a deck where you want to get the Death Knight and then the elementals from there will give you lifesteal, but I I put this at a one. I just I don't know. Yeah, so I originally gave this a two just because of value purposes. I mean, like it's it, it's pretty good. It gives you a couple extra cards, but it doesn't slot in any current deck that exists. And the fact that they're one twos, which are fireflies, which is a good card, you can't ping them as Jaina, right? To get your three six with life steal, so actually I may pop my two down to a one, unfortunately. But it's yeah. I want to eat this card, like it looks very <laughs> tasty. <laughs> oh my god! Jeez. Like, like sorry, I, I I would like to try to taste this card. I just want to like pull his head off, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, I did write down a two, but it doesn't go in secret mage or quest mage like it just doesn't have a home so it, it's gonna have to go to one because i don't see a, even a fringe deck that's doing this right now yeah so i i'm i'm with nate on this one um i think the elemental mage slash brush lich jaina mage um might make a resurgence not as a competitive deck but as a fringe deck right um, I, I do think that this is essentially kind of hearkening back to an old archetype. Um, so Elemental Mage, whether it's Highlander or not, um, you know, running Frostlich Jaina, um, I think is where this will find a home. That's not going to be a competitive deck, but it will be fringe. So I'm, I'm going with the two on this one just because it's, it, and a lot of these elementals, I'm going with the two because of that exact reason. Because I, I think Same. that this will kind of bring that that kind of resurgent deck back um, for like fun and meme purposes, not for competitive purposes. <clears throat> yeah, so. I tend to I tend to agree with you. Uh, it looks like they were trying to maybe bring that back. I don't know. So whatever uh let's move on the next card up is game master this is a common minion it's a two mana two three the first secret you play each turn costs one uh so secret mage is getting more support in this set um i don't know if this goes in a normal secret mage package but i could definitely see this going in a reno secret mage um the mana reduction seems really nice uh i I think that, um, I don't know. I actually think that this is potentially competitive. I'm giving it a three because I, I don't know that it's good enough to be in competitive, like ladder or secret mage. I think there's enough support now. Like people were playing Reno secret mage before, uh, now that there's even more cards, I can see it being a deck like for real. I'm not, it's not tier one, but I could see it being tier two, tier three. I, I'm giving this a three. I, I think it's uh, actually pretty good. Uh, 
All right, so looking at this card, I still want to play Karen Tour. I'd rather play the Secret for zero. Yeah. I'd rather have some turns where I can play Karen Tour plus Flak Mage and then play a Secret, generate that two damage off of the Flak Mage. Um, so I agree with Nate. This can go on like maybe like a Reno deck, maybe maybe in that first two weeks to, to experiment. But like, I'd rather my secrets cost zero than one. <laughs> so, uh, I might just give this like a two, just to be nice. Okay, um, I was a little, I wasn't as optimistic as you guys. I flat out gave it a one. Um, zero cost secrets are better than one cost secrets is how I saw it. Yeah. And, um, I mean, one-cost secrets are great, I guess, but when they can cost zero, I think I'm going to go with that. Yes, this can, if this sticks around, no one's going to let this live. Like, no. The, like, it, it, it's not going to stick around, unless they have, like, a, a horrible draw. So, I gave it a, I gave it a, a one. I mean, it, it, it's a cool, it's a cool-looking card, but... For wild, I don't think unless they're trying to recreate this in standard, but I don't think it'll be it'll be run in any sort of a meta deck. And people may try it for a bit, but I think it'll fall out. So it's yeah, I give it a one. Yeah, this this is definitely a standard card, right? This is trying to make secret mage an archetype in standard for sure. Um, in wild, though, I, I was wondering where this kind of saw a home uh until nate mentioned the the highlander um secret mage which is decent not like crazy competitive but it's it's decent it sees some fringe play i think that's the only place that this is going to see um play in wild um is that highlander one and really that list is tight enough that it might not even make the cut there um it it does have you know a, a soft taunt but but at the same time being a two mana two three, it's gonna die to pretty much anything that's on board. If this was a one mana one three with the same effect, mm. I, I might be singing a different tune. But um, as it is, if you're you know trying to get value from it, you have to play it on turn three. So basically, you just get like a free two three whenever you're playing it. And like Mike said, I'd rather get a Kieran Tor Mage, right? So if this was yeah. one mana, then on turn two you know two, on my two mana turn then i could play a one three if this was one three at, at, at one mana and a secret and then i'm cheating out secrets early and that would be good but this doesn't help me cheat secrets out early so yeah I, well i've yeah. debated between a one and a three and a one and, and, I'm, and i'm gonna go with a two because i can see some edge play for a highlander variant but um it's it's definitely edge play yeah, I think I think you hit the nail on the head with this is intended for standard secret mage where like they couldn't play or they couldn't I don't think they would print another Kieran tour uh for standard like it's playing stuff for zero is very good. Um playing stuff for one is good but not as good and we're just I, I agree with you. So I and I don't like you said with the Reno secret mage like I just saw somebody hit legend with it. Um but that being said, like there's not a lot of room in those lists to begin with. And mm-hmm. so you have to think like, okay, what would I cut to put this? So we'll, we'll what? see. We'll see. A collective and, and two the, is, 
probably accurate. Yeah. The the standard secret mage will probably still run Kieran Tor Mage too. They just won't have the Cabal Lackey. Because Kieran Tor Mage itself is classic. Oh, is it classic? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, you think about your current secret mage, right? And my two drop is either a mad scientist or the the two mana two three that draws a secret. Both are uh, so much better. Yeah. 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 So I'd rather draw a secret than have the ability to play one for one. Like mm-hmm. you don't tempo this out, right? Unless you have, no. unless you're on three mana, and you have a secret. Like you well, want to. And if you're trying to play the value game as secret mage, then you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Like yeah. The, your the your value is the secrets themselves, and your value is being able to get more tempo out by playing the Karen Tor mage, or you know, um, getting to play a secret from your deck. So yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, let's move on then. The next one up is Firework Elemental. This is a five mana, three, five elemental with a battle cry, deal three damage to a minion, corrupt, deal 12 damage instead. Uh, that is a lot of damage, uh, to a minion. It's, it's a shame that it doesn't go face. Uh, thank you. It's basically an upgraded fire plume Phoenix, Phoenix, right? That was a four Mm -hmm. mana, three, four. I don't know that did three damage uh, and I mean the stats are okay at three five with the elemental tag I don't know how easy it is to corrupt like do we put this in Reno mage the only the only reason I would even consider it is because the 12 damage is a is a clear on like they play a giant minion and I can clear it with this um, I think that like I'm teetering between a one and a two. I'll be honest. The elemental tag, I think brought it up for me because hypothetically, this is not going to happen, but hypothetically your like elemental mage is a thing. I could see this going in as a board or as a, as a like spot removal. Um, If it was face, it would be rad. If it was face, that would be so good. Like, oh, yeah. it, but it's a minion. So, you know, I don't know. The interesting thing, it so here's here's a question for you guys. If I play Frostlich Jaina, and then this thing does three damage, is that life steal damage? If it does, yes, or deal deal twelve with life steal seems pretty yep. good yes. to me. And yep. So I'm giving this a two, uh, because mm. I think it will see fringe play in mm-hmm. the right deck, which will not be a meta deck. Um. But I like the idea of it potentially. Like this goes from like I'm about to die to now I've got an extra twelve health and I just killed your giant threat. Uh, mm. Again, I think it's pretty fringe, so I'll leave yeah. it at a two. Yeah, um, I want to give it a one. Uh, I feel like in a lot of different ways the ball is dropped here. Um, not you know it's not it's not the end of the world, but like in a fun way like just hear me out so firework elemental right like real real quick sheep what, what's the uh what's the what's the flavor on what's the flavor text on this the brightest spark can still go dark <laughs> and it went dark on this card yes yeah, not... <laughs> yeah so like see right so they could have they could have made it where because to me like all right five mana three attack that's pathetic like deal three damage that's not a lot because there are minions with four health I want to kill, and then to corrupt it, you gotta do, so you gotta play something with six or higher, or if you play, um, 
evocation. What is it? Uh, what's the zero mana card? Something evocation, elemental evocation. Yeah. To reduce the cost of this, and then you could you know manipulate it where you can play something else that's higher cost and then have this cheaper. But the deal twelve part, if it like hit adjacent minions, I would rate it higher. If it if had it like that face, spillover damage or something. Yeah, like combustion. Yeah. yeah. Like it's a firework, right? So like they just missed the ball here. I just Oh I that like... flavor would be cool. Yeah, see, it's <laughs> a one. It's a one. All right. Uh I gave it a two mostly because of while it it doesn't have a home, I think that it can be super power powerful after the Frostlitch Jaina play. And I would see that as fringe. Definitely. I don't think that's going to be meta. It, you would have to definitely, if you were going to have a Highlander style mage, it would have to have an elemental package in there. So you d- definitely have to be planning this ahead of time. And so definitely seems like it's super fringe, super, super fringe, but also very powerful. That's a big heal. And I can't give it a one when you can totally heal for 12 and drop a minion at the same time for five mana. So I, at the end, then the minion itself, cause uh, hold on, let's take a look. The minion itself is also an elemental, right? So yep. now this thing also has life steal, right? Mm-hmm. Because your elementals now have life steal. So no, I think it's a very, very powerful card. But it just doesn't quite have a home, so it's gonna go fringe too. Yeah, Th- this minion is why Elemental Mage will probably not be Highlander because you can play double of these and heal for twelve each time you do it. Mm. Play the other Elementals, which you know do their shooty shooty McBang Bang stuff and heal up as well. Um, <laughs> that said, that deck is not going to be meta whatsoever. I'm not even going to say that that de- deck is going to be playable. Like you're not going to climb with it. So we could, it's a two. But we could we could make it meta, right? We just tell everybody that it's good and push it all over. <laughs> it's a five. F- Firework Elemental is a five star card. Hundred percent win rate. <laughs> there you go. Now this is a two, and and I feel really good about this card. Like you heard me, uh, I I couldn't hold it in whenever Nate was saying stuff. I was like, yeah, I was really excited to give this card a two, and I'm really excited to play it. And it's not going to be competitive, and I'm going to have so much fun. I bet the artwork looks awesome and golden, and I I have not oh, seen the corrupted man. art on this either. Uh, I can't wait to see the corrupted artwork on this. It's probably cool. Um, it's all right. Eh. It looks kind of tentacly. I guess I guess they all probably do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. I think that's what they just do. All right. Next up is uh, Ring Toss. This we're now into the rares. This is a four mana. Discover a secret and cast it. Corrupt. Discover two instead. Uh, the artwork is really cute. That is about the nicest thing I have to say for this card. I think that it's entirely too slow. I don't like the discoverer with like in deck tracker. Now when you're playing mage and someone drops a secret, like it already takes up the entire screen trying to guess which secret it is. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. there's so, what I, what I guess I mean to say by this is that there's so many secrets to discover that your chance of pulling a bad one um, goes up. I think that it's too slow to, to do the corrupt. And if I really wanted this effect, I would play uh, like in Reno mage, 
or you know secret mage or whatever i'd rather play arcane keysmith for four in that slot because it has a body and it doesn't need the corrupt so i gave it a one um actually for me i played a bunch of duels last night and mm -hmm. i just so happened to come across some new mage cards so it may have altered my decision here sorry uh i'm gonna give this card a three interesting okay wow so so it, here here's on here's where i'm coming from yeah so yeah. in my duels experience um i wasn't able to i was able to get this down to a three because of sorcerer's apprentice but that got me thinking about um primordial glyph if you find this off of that it's discounted and then the secrets that you could find within it to me yeah i get initially us explain saying to people um random secrets aren't really that great if they don't go with your initial game plan but there is like a deeper game plan within this game where it's like the mind game so mm -hmm. i understand deck tracker will eventually weed out what secret it is but they could drastically make a mistake thinking it's one secret when it could be a totally different one so i i, I just i i give it a three i really i enjoyed playing it that's that's a really interesting take. And yeah, I agree. Except for the rating. I don't know, man. It it, it just <laughs> I don't like it. For me, what I actually wrote was one and my note was no thanks. Um which is <laughs> I, I guess a little harsh, but I mean it's Not four mana, yeah. discover a secret and cast it. So you're paying extra normally in secret major pain zero for secrets like it, it could really confuse somebody because you can play i mean it might be even id like you can look for the perfect one or you could just play something that they're not gonna guess like at all you could pick something that's way off meta and it'll just mess with them but i like to stick to the game plan and i feel like this is kind of going away from the game plan for pay playing a secret deck so I gave it a one. One thing to keep in mind, I think, is that um, it's very difficult to have an accurate assessment of these cards without playing them first. Yeah. And so, you know, we can look at this and say too slow. Um, that that was my, my entire note for this card, by the way. What? Too slow? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny but i think mike i think mike has a good point right that once you've had a chance to play it uh yeah, I, it, I cheated yeah. you know it may change your yeah. opinion of of the card so now let me ask if you corrupt this and you discover two secrets does it cast both of them yeah they, yeah mm -hmm. you, that's why I'm, that's why i think this card is better than that one mana hunter minion because you get to discover two secrets and then play both of them right away yeah. Oh, yeah. This only discovered it and didn't cast it. It it would get negative one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, because the wording's a little funny, right? It says discover secret and cast it. Corrupt. Discover two instead. It doesn't necessarily cast it. say cast both. That's right. why it's a little confusing. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sheep. Sheep. What were you gonna score it? Yeah, I I was gonna score it a one as well. Um, I definitely think that it's possible that the kind of like highlander secret mage might end up running this um but even at that i i kind of doubt it but if, if it ends up being 
um, like f- feeling that that good, then uh, you know that one might end up including it. But as it is, I think it's it's just too slow for for wild. Um, unfortunately, um, I think this is a standard card. Um, and even at that, I don't know how often ring toss will be run in standard secret mage either. So one one cost for me or one <laughs> rating <laughs> one for me. Uh, the flavor text though is. If you liked it, then you should have put a ring on it. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. Boy. Wow. That's great. That's good. That's good. Okay. All right. Next up is Mask of Cthulhu. This is a seven mana rare spell. Deal 10 damage randomly split among all enemies. So this is an interesting card for me. I think it feels pretty slow. Like basically it's a random flame strike. Right, you have to compare it at the same mana cost. So Flame Strike is four to all enemy minions. This is ten randomly split among all enemies. Now the thing that I like about this is that it can go face. And so I could see this being played in the right control deck because potentially this is a seven mana pyroblast. But like <laughs> avenging wrath, right? Um and so I gave it a two. I think that it could see fringe play. Uh, I'm not really quite sure what it goes in. Maybe a spell heavy deck. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's definitely interesting. This is one of the, another one of those like artifact decks, right? Or cards. Um, and I love the flavor of it. I just uh, I, I struggle, particularly in wild. Like I struggle. Where the heck would I put this? Like, do I put this in in a Reno deck? Like, I guess maybe. Um, I would love to get surprise lethal from this. Like if I could discover this off of something, that would be cool. Yeah. If I get it off, like uh Holy Elvis in chat saying, if I get this off of puzzle box, that's awesome. Uh, um, oh, yeah. but I like, or if I get this off of glyph or something, right. But do I intentionally put this in? I'm not sure. Like I could be swayed. I, I I'm scoring this as a two, but like I could see it being decent. Uh, what do you guys think? Uh, I'm rating this a one. I like this. Looks like the spell you can get off of Rafam, the ten mana one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Clock of Doom, ticking Doom. What is yeah, oh, okay, okay. Clock of Destruction. I forget, but it's like Mike's flexing on us. I don't, I have no clue what it's called, but I know what you're talking about. I don't either. Yeah, <laughs> I can't remember last time oh. I played Rafam. We well, have. Yeah, um, you can pick a spell off of a farm and then it's like a 10 mana spell. It's the same effect right here. Uh, this is just three mana cheaper. And I think that card is bad. So this one to me is really bad. Just as bad. I give it a one. Okay. I gave it a two only because kind of like with what Nate's saying, I don't know if I would put this in my deck, but I feel like if I get it, it could definitely do some damage when I needed to. There's also a potential if we're going to be memeing around and people are going to be playing the legendary that we'll talk about a little bit later where you could get this for four mana instead. So yeah, I, I don't know. I, I feel like it'll be, it'll be fun. It'll be definitely way fringe, but it's not good. I don't think it's that good. So, oh, that almost makes me want to give it a one. But it's not too late. 
<laughs> yeah, I know. Okay, we'll we'll go we'll go with the one because you know it, I do think it's fun. I, I think it's kind of unplayable, but if you kind of get it off of random things, then it's then it, then it's okay. So I guess that makes it unplayable, as in you can't put it in your deck. Oh, the timepiece of horror. There you yeah. go. Mike got it. Yeah. All right. So um, my notes pretty much exactly mirror what Nate was saying. Interesting. I like it, but honestly, what deck would ever run it? Yeah. Like, I want to give this card both a one and a three. So because of all of that, I'm giving it a two because I th- like I think it's a strong card, but I just don't know where it's going to find a home. If it couldn't um, go face, I would give it a one. Oh, hard agree. Hard agree. Um, so, I mean, I... I guess that's a, such a good point that it can go face. I, I think I, I'm really happy that our average is 1.5 because I think that's where it belongs, right? Like, I think one and a half, like, unplayable because there's not a place for it. But, um, you know, maybe, uh, like Chad is saying, um, you know, big spell mage. Maybe that comes back, you know, with Frostlich, Jaina, and... Uh, you know, all of our elementals, you know, maybe there are some, you know, big spell mage possibilities there. Um, you know, maybe that's the the home that it has. Um, but yeah, un- unfortunately, I I just don't see a, a really good home for it. So I'll, I'll go with two. I feel pretty okay about that too. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Next one up is the grand finale. This is an eight mana rare spell. Summon an 8-8 elemental. Repeat for each elemental you played last turn. Um, You know, this this is uh, honestly like, this is probably a one. I, I gave it a two. I just put in my notes, say elemental mage incoming, LOL. Uh, maybe some wombo combo potential, although it's awfully slow, so I'm not really sure here. I think it's fringe, but not unplayable. Uh, I don't think that it's unplayable is, is why I did not give it a one. So here's the thought. If I'm playing this fringe elemental mage deck, right, which mm-hmm. is fringe to begin with, and I'm dropping things that create little tokens, like little one ones and one twos and whatever, like this potentially sets up uh, an entire board of eight eights. You know? Oh, I thought you were gonna say grand finale. Oh, I thought you were about to drop it. <laughs> yeah, I should have. I should have. Um, but but uh, yeah, I'm a Mike saying in chat. Bad cards are tough to defend. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, this is like a Dude. solid one and a half. I I I'm giving it a two, but it's probably a one in disguise. I think I scored um, it too high at a two, but I'm I'll stay with that. It was getting tough for me to keep uh, such an an iron fist judging all these cards. <laughs> so this one, this one caught me. So I I, I want to see this highlight on YouTube or t- someone's Twitch clip um, of like all the eight eights coming out. And I'm really hoping like the animation on this card has a lot of fireworks. Like I hope it's going crazy. I hope it's more expressive than the Uther OTK. Yeah. To this day, that is still like anticlimactic and sad. Anyway, give this card a two because I want to see some fireworks. I hope it's a bang. That would that that would be nice. I also gave this a two. I I, I don't know if anybody's actually gonna legitimately legitimately be able to pull off some OTK with this or not. <clears throat> I feel like Quest Mage does 
fine on its own, sort of like the way it is, the way they get their eight eights and everything. I mean, so, so you could play two eight eights for zero mana, or you could play two eight eights for eight mana. <laughs> yeah, like so, <laughs> like, it, like I, I think they're okay. I think they're okay. So I'm gonna give it a two because somebody's gonna do something cool with it. Uh, so super fringe, but um, yeah. Yeah, Sheep, what do you think? I'm also giving it a 2 for the same reason I'm giving all the other elemental cards a 2. I think that they're pushing elementals hard enough, and we actually have the benefit of having Frostlich Jaina to like actually incorporate a, a comeback mechanic um, so that our board feeds our health, and our health lets us put more stuff on board to fight for board, and it's going to be a fringe deck, which is why I'm going for a 2. Um, but this is another reason to play it, right? Um and another reason to not play it as a Highlander deck. Because, you know, you want to have two of the uh, Confection Cyclones so that you can uh, throw down a ton of Elementals all in one turn. You, know, you, you want to do a whole bunch of stuff like that. Um, so, so it's a solid two for me. Um, and the, the flavor text on this is actually pretty great, too. Uh, which is, Considering all the other hazards at Darkmoon, overindulgent pyrotechnics seem downright pedestrian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Which kind of fits in with the two that we gave it. Fair yeah. enough. Oh. <laughs> oh, <what is> that? <laughs> That's pretty Speaking funny. of fair, what's our next card? Uh, next one up. Uh, next one up is Rigged Fair Game. This is a three mana epic secret. If you didn't take any damage during your opponent's turn, draw three cards. Uh, talking about trying to defend bad cards i this just this does not seem good to me i can't it's hard to ensure this happens and there's a bunch of better secrets that i'd rather play uh i gave it a one unless i'm fully not understanding how this works right but like i think that um you there's a very good chance that you take damage uh on your on your opponent's turn and um there's other ways to draw cards. Like I just, this just seems awful to me. Mike. All right. Um, <clears throat> once again, an another card uh, influenced by playing it before I should be able to. <laughs> um, I finished uh, a mage run nine and three. I played nice. this card every single, every single game. I discovered it off of uh, what's her name? One thief. Mm -hmm. Yeah, one thief. It would show me this and like two other crappy mage cards. Even no matter what they were, I was still gonna pick the new one. So I picked this and got myself to a position where I could clear their board or just freeze whatever single minion they had there. And this card would just draw me three cards. Next turn, draw another card, and then I'm just reloaded and I'm just killing people. Like I, if I didn't play this card. And I was coming in here, I would have gave this like a one, but I come I'm coming in with like, you know, like played information, so I'm giving it a three. Like it is really good. I enjoyed it. Okay. Um I was thinking about this card and initially it was a straight up one for me with not being proactive or anything like that in Secret Mage. The only thing that I could really think of is if uh is it duplicate is relevant and in the meta people i gotta collect my thoughts here like the idea is people i don't know people i don't know if they're trying to clear your board 
they want to get rid of cloud princes and stuff like that. Like if they're trying to get rid of your minions that you can keep, see, because they kill your cloud prince and you got duplicated. I guess that's a bad thing anyway. I don't know. The, the only thing I could really think of is if they're really trying to keep those minions off the board, right, in your secret mage, that maybe you won't take any damage. But if this is if this is a meta card, they're just going to like ping your face or do whatever they can to make sure you take damage. So, you know, I, I think I'm going to stick with the one. Did a lot of uh, thinking out loud there, but yeah. I, I, I was trying to convince myself to go up to a two. But yeah, I, I just still don't think I don't think it's there. I mean, we got Aluneth to draw cards. Yeah, I so, think I'm good. Yeah, so for me, rigged fair game is only good if you want a secret to stick around, so that you can do things like like activate a uh, cloud prince or um, the uh, the one from one nine Karazan, but Matt Medivh's Yeah, yeah. Um, but we already have ice block for that, and ice block is better is better, <laughs> by a lot, <laughs> significantly better. Like secret mage right now, like doesn't you know rely on ice block being a thing except for to stick around and activate stuff, right? Pretty um, much. I mean, I think the reason that you, I mean, ice block is good against the mm-hmm. aggro decks, but I, the, I think the main reason for playing ice block is because it doesn't trigger so that it allows you to play your cards that rely on the secret. Right? Exactly. And this is the only, only place that the the only thing that really will, you know, the only reason that you might play rigged fair game, in my opinion, Um, uh, we immediately made fair puns and the flavor text uh, agrees with that and says, what's fair is fair. (laughs) One of the fairs is spelled F A I R E like madness. That's funny. The Dark Moon Fair. So it's a one for me as well. I, this is what replaces Ice Block in Standard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I mean, this yeah, is, this is how you... Straight up cut. Sorry. This is how you get the next card to trigger, right? This is what it... So... Yeah. Okay, so our next card up is uh, Occult Conjurer. This is an epic four mana, four, four. Battle Cry, if you control a secret, summon a copy of this. Uh, this card is freaking dope. I, I think that this is fantastic. I think that in, especially in wild, um, this easily slots into my secret mage deck. I think it's very, very easy to get a like four mana, eight, eight essentially, or two, four, fours, um, like very good to very easy to make the ability trigger. After seeing in standard the one I don't I don't remember what the mana cost is and I don't really play it but it's this I saw it in duels a lot it's the I think it's a six mana six six that if you've got spell damage summon a copy mm-hmm. and like yeah. that's pretty good um, if and this is a four drop and you get on turn four two four fours like I I don't see how this is bad um, I gave this a four I think that this sees meta meta play definitely i don't think it's busted enough to get a five like that the meta warps around this card but i think that it very easily slots into uh secret mage and i give it a four yeah same here uh not to be a broken record but once again another card that i have experienced playing before i should uh cabal lackey coin secret and then play this turn four uh, that's a lot of stats. 
and what secret am I talking about? Uh, duplicate. So since we're at a fair, like picture a circus, Ooh. right? It's like a juggling act. This literally happened last night. They decided to kill the conjure. So I get two more off of that. Draw another duplicate. Set up that. Play another conjure. And it just keeps splitting. And I just keep getting these four fours. And I have ice block at some point, And I just play all of them. And it's got this giant board of four fours. And for whatever reason, they just didn't want to go face. They just kept trading. And it was a great time. So <laughs> this card wow. isn't meta-defining, but it fits right into what's going on in the meta. It's like it's like NBA ready out of high school. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I know. Yeah, this is, I would play it like day one, Golden Craft goes in Secret Mage. Like, What are you cutting for this? That, that's my only question. I would cut, like, if I wanted to play two of this in my current secret mage, I would probably cut one uh, Cabal Lackey and maybe cut one Curator. I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I okay. like it better. Like, Cabal Lackey right now seems like a one-of to me because I know a lot of people run two, uh, but top decking it late in the game sucks. Mm -hmm. um, I like this with Duplicate. I, th I like Duplicate in uh secret mage uh although we don't play it that much anymore because aggro is so rampant that you play more of the um whatever it's called it does three damage to everything more yeah uh so i don't know but like i could see um like i love duplicate with this i love duplicate with the five five i love duplicate with cloud prince i love duplicate with midi's valet so um yeah i don't know this card is this card is rad i like it a lot mm -hmm. yeah i'm gonna also give this a four as soon as i saw it like i already just knew it was gonna be good it's got to be slotted in for sure it goes right in it's gonna be played in the meta i feel like we are gonna see it day one like no matter what everybody's gonna be trying it, and i don't think it'll disappear i also like that uh i like the Four four because Anduin can't kill it, so that's pretty neat. Um, yeah, just straight up great card, not meta defining, but great card. So four. Yeah, I I completely agree on all counts. My my inquiry about what we even cut is because like I was looking at at a list last night whenever I was trying to evaluate this card, and I was like, not sure what I cut. Um. Because there are so many cards that I want. Like, we actively want to uh, include this as well as Cabal Crystal Runner because we're definitely running Duplicate. And those are both things that we want to get from Duplicate. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, that, that's just what, what my question was about there. Because, I mean, this is easy four-star card. There are four of us. We all gave it four. It's a four. Four mana, four, four. The stars it, it align. Was yes. It was fate. <laughs> uh. <laughs> the stars aligned that's why we all gave it four stars <laughs> <laughs> all right all right uh so now we are on to the uh legendary cards here so first up we have deck of lunacy this is a two mana legendary spell transform spells in your deck into ones that cost three more they keep their original cost um this is this is like straight up 
janky card, right? Where do you put this in? No minion mage. <laughs> uh, so here's my my note. Here says this is great anti bomb tech or anti darkness tech. Like you know, someone <laughs> shuffles a bunch of bombs in your deck. Boom! Now nope. they're not bombs anymore. Or someone plays the darkness and shuffles candles into your deck. You play this, and now they're not candles anymore. But like, <laughs> but like, I mean, you could probably still get duplicates. Uh, yeah, like, no, no. I mean, but yeah, no, I know, I know. But bombs but are gone. Bombs are definitely gone. But, the but bombs Reno are gone. may Reno may be off still. I don't know. Oh no, no, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that, that, that's I, a roll of the die. I'm not quite sure. I remember a long time ago when you played Prince Malkazar in a Reno deck, and the devs guaranteed that if you're playing Prince Malkazar in a Reno deck, it won't it won't give you duplicates of the legendaries that it shuffles in. Uh, that being said, I have no clue whether this works the same way or not. Hmm. Um, I don't know why you would ever want to play this because the <laughs> random factor is so high that like, okay, so I get a bunch of higher cost spells, but like, uh, like I'll play it in maybe in standard, like no minion mage as like a, f- like to meme out and do my casual daily quests but like oh yeah aside from that i can't see myself intentionally uh playing this card mm-hmm. so i i mean yeah turn those flame strikes into something useful <laughs> <laughs> yog boxes <laughs> uh, yeah i mean this is an interesting card i i could be totally wrong on it right i think that um I don't know. I mean, it's the random factor, okay? And this is like as a wild show, uh, something that we always consider is that the card pool is gigantic. Oh, huge. And so when this creates something random, like there's a good chance that I don't want it. Uh, You get ultimate infestation. Oh yeah, it doesn't even have to be. Uh, it doesn't say mage spells either. It doesn't. Yeah, it it's could not be by class. It could be any class spells. Oh, mm-hmm. like my one just dropped to a zero point five. Uh, yep. No, this is a one for me. <laughs> this is a one for me. I, I mean, I do think that this is you know there's some interesting side effects to playing this card that you potentially shut off the bombs or the or the candles. But like that's it for me. I think this is a no. Yeah. What do you think, Mike? Hey, could I uh, request that Hydra goes next and I can go after him? Is that okay? No, that's completely fine. Um, I, I, I don't know if you need a bit of a delay, but I didn't have too much to say on this card other than I think that it's just for the memes. I mean, there's mm-hmm. going to be people that are trying to just get higher cost cards for cheaper, but you don't know what you're going to get. You're going to get like dino size for something when you didn't want it. Like, I don't know. Like, it just it doesn't seem like anything that I want to play in a deck where I want to win. Right? Like it could be super fun. Just throw it in a casino mage and just go on casual and have a blast. Play it against your friend. I like why would you ever play this in a tournament? You want to rely on what you've put in your deck. It just seems like garbage when it comes to that. But it also seems like a lot of fun. I really like the golden art. It's very nice and shiny it's really cool but i i don't i don't like the card for for competitive purposes i do think the flavor is fun and it's going to be a neat card maybe you'll get it randomly of like evocation or whatever 
And just like, hey, sure. So we're seeing. <laughs> I'm losing already. We're seeing in chat that earlier Jack gave it a four, uh, particularly for Quest Mage. So I'm trying to think, like, why would I run this in Quest Mage? Um, yeah, because I mean, Quest it makes Mage everything doesn't run a ton of spells itself, right? Because it generates them. Now Jack is a much better player and, and Quest Mage player in particular than I am, but. I'm not sure that I personally would run it in that, um, which may not be correct, but yeah, I don't think that I would run, run it in my uh, personal quest mage. Yeah. I mean, I just, I, I struggle because I think that like the, the cards that there are, the spells that are in quest mage are like the discover a random spell. Um, now I suppose that this converts all of your existing spells to now random spells. And so right. maybe it, is it easier to proc your quest? You know, and then you get better spells for the same cost. And so my spells, you know, are now better for low cost. Because the spells that we were playing in there are, are what? One cost, two cost, three cost, like relatively low to the ground. So we're going to get yeah. a bunch of zero cost things so we can well, pop off real they, quick. They, they're, no, no, they keep the same cost, but their yeah. value level up. So it'll still be a three cost spell. Oh, they keep their original yeah, yeah, so it'll be. A, oh no! I okay. I totally read that wrong. It'll be a six value spell for three mana, right? Oh no! Yeah, I had that backwards in my head a little bit there. Yeah, but I mean, even at that, Quest Mage only runs like what Elemental Evocation, uh, Book of Specters, um, Ray of Frost. Oh, yeah, I had that totally backwards. Yeah, it doesn't run a ton of spells. Um, evocation, though, I imagine this would take that same slot. Yeah, that's um, what he was saying, and I could see. A time. I could see trying it. You know, the random factor is just so high that, like, you don't know what you're getting yourself into. You know, this could be like that one from. Uh, this will convert your draw three cards to a uh, like the one from Angoro that like converts your whole deck into discover a copy <laughs> of. You know, so who right. knows? I mean, the random factor is is very high. Uh, maybe Jack's on to something that that we don't we don't get, but yeah, it's I feel like you put those cards in Quest Mage for a reason, right? And now you're gonna change them into something else. So totally not sure. I I, I, I don't know. Sheep, uh, what do you think about this whole thing? Yeah, for me, I I give it a one. Um, I can I can see where the the argument for for Quest Mage, and and the the play, um, there is. And I will be really interested to see how that works. And I would love to be wrong about this, but I don't think that I'm going to run it in my Quest Mage personally. Um, so yeah, it's a one for me, and coming back over, it can't Mike's it, Hey, you can't oh, convert sorry. anything above eight, right? Because then it would cost eleven. Yeah, I, I'm not sure exactly how that works because there there aren't any eleven plus cost spells, right? So I mean, would it just make it cost ten, or would it just stay at eight? I don't know. I don't know the answer. I don't. I don't. I don't. I'll have to try it out. I really don't know unless someone else knows. But I don't think that it can, right? Because it can't take a like it could take a seven mana spell, like it'll turn your flame strike into a yog box, right? But it can't turn right. an uh, what an eight nine ten mana spell power of creation or fl- or a pyroblast right what it can't turn it into a 13 cost spell right so would that just become a different 10 cost or you know eight up to 10 cost or that just would stay still the cost same. eight 
or stay the same? Stay the same. I don't know the answer. I don't, I um, assume it would stay the same, but I really don't know. That's my assumption too. Maybe it'll do something like excess mana where you get this weird random <laughs> thing. Like it, it's, it's this one thing every single time if it's above 10 mana and it's like, <laughs> you, know what, you know what I mean? Uh, I was so confused when I first started playing this game and you get excess mana. Like I didn't even know what that, like I was so confused because it's not really explained to you that that's what happens. Right. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe maybe it'll just keep giving you a, a pyroblast or something. Huh. Like, what do you think, know. Mike? Yeah. So um, once again, not to sound like a broken record, played this a handful of times in duels last night. Um, You're smiling. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a good thing. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Immediately, I'm not yelling or raging, so that's a good thing. Um, <laughs> So, everyone, just hear me out. Just hear me out fully before you react. I understand everyone saying that this card transforms spells in your deck into ones that cost three more, and that they can be any spells. But out of the five games, out of the nine games I played Mage, the five times I played this spell, it always gave me spells that cost three more, but they were Mage spells. Hmm. If that's luck, it's luck. But I'm going to speak on the side as if it's not. Yeah. So what was cool was it changed. Uh, and by luck, I had a lot of three-cost spells. It changed all my three-cost spells into blizzards. So, like, that feeling was cool. Getting your four-cost spells changed into, like, flame strikes and stuff like that is pretty cool. I'm looking on the database on the website at uh, spells of different costs. So, like, on average, like, the 10 cost spells, really bad. The 9 cost spells, really bad. Like, a lot of them, if it's, like, any class, you know what I'm saying, they're really bad. Right. But if it's mage and you can target what you're going to transform your spells into, I got to put this card, like, 3, 4-ish. So I'm, I'm going to put it at 3 with the hopes that it works how I like it to, that it's mage cards. If it's all classes... Hmm. It's whatever, and, and I got lucky in duels last night. But I'm just going off of what happened to me last night. Yeah, these are all mage cards, and that's actively better. Yeah, I know, sure. I, and it doesn't say, so I don't know. Yeah, if it's mage, yeah, that's true. That's true. It probably is all. And I just got lucky, but I'm just, I'm just hoping and talking off of what happened last night. So it probably is all classes. Yeah. Ah, uh, who knows? Who knows? It, I mean, some. I, I think what we see in these in this set is that the wording on some of the cards is a little vague. They don't always make a ton of sense. So, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. And sheep, you scored this one right as a one. Yeah. You know, again, I think this card is sort of subject to. None of us have played it, and so. It could we could we could be totally whiffing on this one if it does, um, if it does do like mage only spells that would be significantly better, right? That yeah, would bump, awesome. that would bump it up to oh, a, yeah. a three for me I think so. Yeah. Um, okay, let's see here. Yeah, mage spells are better than the average bear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. We are on. Um, all right, sorry about that. Let's see. Sage on our last legendary minion for this class. This is Sage Seer of Dark Moon. 
Uh, yeah. I, I actually really like this card, and I, I think that people people were comparing it to Alunith, right? The legendary um, mm-hmm. mage weapon, because that draws you three cards at the end of your turn. Uh, I slowly started to see Reno Secret Mage popping up at the last uh, in the in the last expansion for a little bit, um, and where that card, uh, like I've won games against opponents who played a Lunith, and you're like, oh sweet, like I could destroy the weapon, but I don't want to because they'll kill themselves with fatigue damage. Where I think by the time you play this, like by turn six, I've already cast, you know, two, three, four secrets. Uh, so a six that's mana, funny. six mana, five, five, that's going to draw me two, three, four cards. That seems awesome to me. Like, I don't see, I don't see the downside to this. Like I like drawing cards and do I still play a Lunith, uh, in that deck? Probably. Uh, but this seems like I gave this one a four. It's basically a Lunith on a body with no downside. And I like that it doesn't draw every single turn. Um, I, I like it a lot. I give it a four. All right, Mike, finally a card that I didn't play. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm going to take the weapon out. Of course, I want to play test. Um, I'm going to draw a card for every secret I played this game. Or that's triggered. Obviously, they are mm-hmm. going to trigger. So um, I'm going to draw three, four, five cards. Um, I'm going to give this card a three. I'm going to give it a shot. Uh, the, that's something worthy of noting is that it's not for every seeker that you've played. They have to have triggered, right? So if you just have your ice block sitting there, it's oh, not gonna, that's true. That's true. Right? They have to have triggered. Okay, yeah. it's not just played. No, that makes sense. I still think it's strong, but you're right. I I missed that. That's a good point. Yeah, so it's it's still a good draw engine. By the time you're dropping this, you have probably triggered a few secrets. Um, you're you're definitely going to be drawing off of it. I don't think it's bad. I don't know if it would go in the regular, you know, duplicates like Secret Mage. Maybe in a Highlander one, possibly because in if you're playing Highlander, I don't like Eleneth. Sometimes can burn you a little bit there. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I may slot it in there. I don't think I would play it in regular Secret Mage. But if if the both are kind of meta, then I, I guess I'm going to give it a three. I'm not super amped on it for regular Secret Mage, though. Mm-hmm. Based on the fact it's not played, it's triggered. And yeah. Aloneth, at that point, is kind of a better card. So I, I don't know well, if the, I have a, a definite slot for this. The line with Aloneth is like, if you know like you need these burn these burn cards to get out, if your opponent can't heal, like you, you just got to go for it. Even if they can heal, I feel like this is a, like you said, a different type of build. Um, you're not going to draw three cards every turn, drawing your whole deck to burn them out. So, um, to me, Reno Secret Mage came out of nowhere. So I don't see why this deck can't come out of nowhere and be tried. So I'm mm-hmm. excited to see it. I oh, think that this replaces I, Aluneth and Standard Secret Mage. I mean, I think that this replaces yeah. Aluneth and wild secret mage like i think this is crazy strong here's why here's why right so Mm -hmm. for one secret mage right now you're paying six mana you draw at the end of your turn Mm -hmm. this This draws six mana 
and you draw whenever you play it because it's a battle cry. So if I'm, you know, at nine mana, my, my hand is, you know, started to wane. I can play this and play a secret. I can play this and play Karen toward mage and a secret, right? Like I can, I can play more things. I'm not sacrificing tempo because I, it has a body. I'm not sacrificing the, the fact that I have to wait until my next turn to play the cards that I just drew. Like this is really, really strong. Yeah, you don't get the persistent, you know, you keep on drawing effect, but you're getting, te- you're, you're not getting a tempo loss. Yeah, no, but sometimes that's good, right? I mean. Right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, the you get it immediately. That's amazing. You get to play it immediately. You also have the tempo of the 5-5. Five five. Like, I, I just see this, I, I think this is just strictly better than Aleneth in the current Secret Mage. Um, uh like I, I had it written down as a four, but I might even bump it up to a five because I think Whoa. that this will just make Secret Mage significantly better. Significantly better. Take, do we have, do we have a button? <laughs> <laughs> the first five. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 if if sheep's right on this and we're all wrong, he, that that would be crazy. <laughs> I gave it a four. I I mean I do think that. It's oh, I guess very, you yeah you were up higher on it. I too. gave it. I, I think that this is quite strong. Um. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it is only cards that triggered, not or uh, secrets that triggered, right. not that you know went. But it's in plus one because even if you played on six and you haven't played uh, and none of your secrets have triggered, you still get a draw. That's not worth this, you know. The I, I do like that it has the body, so it's not a dead turn, right? You know, like that's good. At the same time what if this is your only play and they've only triggered like a secret or two and then now you're just stuck not drawing cards after so then you're probably losing anyway yeah true yeah yeah, yeah. So it's like I don't, I don't know so this this card we're, we're debating if it's gonna slide aleneth or not for people listening if you this is the kind of card where like if you open it try it out but don't craft it i can confidently yeah, say that agreed I wouldn't on site. I'm not crafting it. If I open it, I'll try it out. If not, I'll ask one of you guys. But I just want to be, you know, be fair to our listeners. This is that kind of card to me. Yeah. yeah no, no, no. Sure. I think that's a good assessment. Uh, and again, you know, a, a lot of these, it's very easy to give a hot take, but until we've, until we've tried them, like it's hard to say how good it will actually be. So, all right. Well, mm. some hot takes here. That's good. I like that. Uh, so yeah. the next class, in all actuality, oh, yep. I should probably give it a four. But like, let's be real, we're, we're here for hot takes. <laughs> I'm gonna go for a five. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So the next class up is Paladin. Do you guys want to take a quick break, or you guys want to just jump right in? Um, did we do two classes? We Mage. we have now done four classes. So Demon Hunter no, just in the last run. Oh, we did two. We did too. We did. I'm good uh, to keep going. If anybody needs a break, that's fine. But I'm good to keep going. I'm still good to go as well. Demon Hunter took a lot longer because it had a lot more cards. So that's probably why it doesn't feel like it's been as long. Yeah. Let's let's run through Paladin and then take a quick break. I need to make yeah. this. I need to make my son lunch. Uh, but let's do. Um, <laughs> yeah, we could probably pick up the pace a little bit. No, that's fine. That's fine. We're doing fine. Let's. Um, I can hear it now. Dad, I'm hungry. Paladin sucks. Get in here. <laughs> Daddy, get in here. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. I'm messing up, man. 
Uh, okay, so let's... All right, Paladin. The first Paladin card here. Let me just close out the Mage stuff. Open up the Paladins, and first card up is the Red Scale Dragon Tamer. This is a two-mana, two-three Murloc with a Death Rattle draw a dragon. Um, my hot take on this card <laughs> um, is uh, like Menagerie Paladin. Uh, no thanks, unless there's some hidden build around combo that I'm not aware of. But like, I see Menagerie being pushed, but like in Warrior and uh, Dragons and Murlocs don't really have synergy, uh, and I. I know there's a little bit. There's but. one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's some. What is there? One Murloc that buffs your dragons, or vice versa. Uh, there's that one, yeah. but then there's also Scale Lord, which uh, gives your Murlocs divine shield. Oh. Th- that's what this is for. It's a standard card. Uh, well, yeah, wait. I, if if I'm if, if, if Reno one. Jackson is confirmed a dragon, can we just draw him? Hey, there you go. <laughs> if that's how it worked, uh, <laughs> then it would be good. <laughs> <laughs> all right mike what do you think um i try to be like positive when it comes to reviews but when mm-hmm. cards like this are in front of me it's hard not to <laughs> so murlocs are already very specific in what you need to do go face get other murlocs that buff health or attack and keep going face so all this does is water down the pool of the cards that What's the weapon when you attack? You can discover a Murloc. There are other cards that discover Murloc. The fish and pull one. Yeah. yeah. When I play a lot of Murloc Shaman um, and Murloc Paladin, you know, I'm looking to discover Murlocs that are going to buff my attack or health total. And I feel like this, this just waters the pool down. I'm not sure. I don't play World of Warcraft, so I don't know the whole Paladin and Murloc, like the non-synergy there. I guess that's just weird for some people. But the dragon thing, as a Hearthstone player, now they're making like Murlocs who synergize with dragons. It's just really weird because a lot of the effects aren't even like cool. Like I played Yu-Gi-Oh before and they have like fusion effects and this guy combined with this does that. But these Murlocs and dragons, it just it falls short to me. So this is a one like most of these Paladin cards are ones just like Hunter. (laughs) Uh, I gave this a one. Also, I don't see where it has a home maybe some like i know that i've played like highlander dragon uh paladin in like casual because i was really really bored <laughs> um that that's that's about it uh, i don't see this having a home i don't see it being playable like mike said we it's very specific of what murlocs you want to bring back which ones go face which ones buff mm-hmm. this does none of those things unless it's planned down the road for some sort of combo you're drawing into something specific right now i don't see it as a thing so yeah totally a one for me yeah this is this is a standard card it's trying to get you to draw your scale lord which is a a five drop dragon that gives all of your uh, murlocs divine shield um i thought that this was a battle cry i don't even know if standard is going to run this like this is a one this this might even be a one in standard it's not good <laughs> yeah as a death rattle if it was a battle cry then then you could do it then maybe you play it in order to oh. draw your nostormer but it's a death rattle so yeah battle cry i'll sit up in my chair 
<laughs> All right, let's move on then. Uh, next, I sleep. Next one up is uh, Day at the Fair. This is a three mana common spell. Summons three silver hand recruits. Corrupt summon five. Uh, this card is, in my opinion, uh, just not good enough for Odd Paladin. There are a lot of other ways to get recruits that are much better, much faster. This is a muster for battle 2.0, but worse. So mm-hmm. uh, I give it a one. Fair enough. All right. So I think there are three cards in Paladin that I enjoy. This is one of them. This card is dependent on the other two. Two, three, maybe it's four. Anyway, um, so this one, I'm gonna give a three. Now, actually, to be fair, I... do, do you guys consider is Odd Paladin fringe? No, fringe? no, it's people are playing it again. Very meta. Yeah. So, so the deck itself slots at a four. So, I guess I'll put this card out of three. I don't think it's a four power, but I guess maybe I'm just talking in circles. But I'll put it at three. That sound reasoning. The, the, the cards think. later will help me explain this card. Yeah. No, I, I think that's fair. I mean, I I could see, um, I could see it uh, being okay uh, in Odd Paladin because th- three mana summon three, right off the bat is fine. Uh, and although I think that deck is fairly low to the ground, so you know, do you hold this or you play it on curve? Right. Uh, but three yeah. one ones on three is not bad. I thought about that, but my thought was if I get hero power to get two, two for two. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's, but I think three is still a fair assessment for this card because odd paladin, uh, got a lot of support with, uh, this set. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think that this one thing I want to say is, I keep laughing at how many times we say the word fair when there's a card that says fair on it. <laughs> like it, 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 I giggle a little bit every time, but uh, also I would like to point out before I go on talking about this card is in the art. I was listening to squelch and they pointed out, it looks like buddy on the right's holding a bong. <laughs> <laughs> He's holding a what? A bong. A bong. Yeah. Look at it. <laughs> I gotta zoom in on this. <laughs> Your dare books would refer to that as a water pipe. <laughs> they got hydroponics at uh, the fair here. <laughs> <laughs> this is a game. This is not a chosen. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, as gonna ride uh, Mike's coattails there a bit on the assessment. The deck is meta. This card may or may not slot into it. Like, I'd rather play Muster for Battle to get my three Silverhand recruits, my weapon. I mean, it's really cool if you draw into this later. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you run out of steam, right? And it'd just be cool to, like, okay, three mana here, we dropped five now. So I'm going to give it a three as it is a playable card. Whether it will be meta, I don't know. But I think it slides into playable. Three being playable, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm giving Day at the Fair a one um, because I think that it's basically, without being corrupted, it's worse muster for battle. In order to be corrupted, it has to be in your hand whenever you play something higher. 
a four so, class you know, or above. Yeah, that's what yeah. my thought was. Like initially, like three for th- I don't know if it was four. Summon four for three. Okay. Yeah, completely agreed. I see um, it as sort of like it, a topic has, later. It like has if upside. you get it off curve, that's why yeah. it kind of is okay. But it, it definitely has upside. Um, I just think that Odd Paladin wants to be more proactive and it wants to play the things on curve as much as possible. And if you're drawing it later, then you would still have to play a more expensive card like with that with this one still in your hand. So if you're trying to, you know, win a top deck war, then this is still just going to be, you know, three silver hand recruits at that point. I I don't hate this card by any stretch of the imagination. I just think that currently, you know, we already have muster for battle, and that one at least gives you a pointy stick to poke at things. Um <laughs> and uh you know it's it's possible that this ends up being better because it's muster for battle with a possible upside um but you know we're we're, we're here to make uh hot takes and my hot take is that's a one yeah yeah i mean in hindsight i could probably give it a two i guess i've been looking at the theorycraft odd paladin decks and like i just don't think this slots in very nicely but like uh, like Holy Elvis is saying in chat, like you could play this on three and that's fine. Like yeah. three one ones for yeah. three is fine. I, I love playing Master for Battle on three, but I also get oh, a Poking yeah. Stick. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. Okay, well, let's move <laughs> on. Um, the next one up is Carousel Griffin. It is a uh, five mana, five, five yeah, mech. Yeah, I'll be right there. Uh, five mana, five, five mech with uh, Divine Shield. And it says Corrupt, Gain plus three, plus three, and Taunt. Uh, so this is an interesting card for me. I think that... Uh, here's my note it says this is great in mech pally, but only if you're able to reduce the cost first and then corrupt it and then play it. And that's really hard. And even then, there mech- a lot of conditions. and then even then that mech pally is not like a top tier meta deck at the moment. I mean, I think it's good. I've seen both uh, sheep and Mike have a lot of success with the deck. Uh, but I think that this is not, um, like if it had magnetic then it would I'd probably play it on five, but it doesn't. And so uh I gave it a two. I think it's fringe playable, but I think that triggering it is difficult. That being said, I definitely think that there are ways in Mech Pally to reduce the cost relatively easy. And like Celestlon was saying that corrupt looks at the current cost, not at the original cost. So if I play i don't know the one cost whatever it's called that reduces and then i play a mech warper like i could play this potentially for three mana um but you know uh anyways i give it a two mike what do you think yeah um i agree with a lot of what you said um just to ride your coattail um based on what the ratings are i feel if odd paladin is meta then Mech Valley has to be fringe. Not has to be, but I just feel that it is. I don't see it a lot. I funnily enough, I only see it whenever like I'll bring it up or if someone else brings it up, then I'll tag sheep on it. And then yeah. another, I don't know, five weeks will go by and no one's <laughs> no one's <laughs> talking about it. So like it does it does come every once in a while. Um so I'll give it a two based on fringe. That doesn't mean that I'm not gonna play it or I'll play it less. I'm gonna play the hell out of it because I'm determined to like prove that I think this card is really good. I wish it did have magnetic, but they did say they weren't gonna continue. They were gonna discontinue that keyword. So uh it's all good. 
got War Gears. I got uh, Annoyal Modules over here. I- I'll find ways to beef it up. Cool. Hi, I When I looked at it, it's funny. I didn't really just necessarily think of Mech Paladin. I was thinking of the new Nazoth um, bringing back the different minion types. Mm-hmm. So this would be Divine Shield 8-8 with Taunt as something that would come back because it's one of the, the different minion types. It's the only thing I really could think of. Is that going to be a deck? Probably not. So whether does it, it's in... Does it qualify? Because Corrupt gives it the ability of Taunt. It's not built so in. What happens is when it's Corrupt, the card changes, right, yeah. to a different card. Oh. So then you gotcha. play that card... Right? So that is the card you played. You didn't play this. You played the new version of the card. Okay. So when you play uh, your Nazoth, it will bring back the one that you had played. So you didn't play this. You played the other mm-hmm. version. Right? Okay. So it would yeah. bring back your Divine Shield 8-8 with Taunt. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, but also, does is, is that meta? Probably not. I mean, right? Well, hey. Hey, I will you, say... you're, wait, you're probably onto something because Nazoth brings back a mech, right? Yeah, also yeah. An elemental, that's what I mean. So it's, it's one of the so minion what about, types. What about Ragnaros, the Light Lord? Yeah. Yeah, as an elemental. There you go. Yeah. I mean, th- like uh, Slovakos in, in chat is saying, a five mana five five with Divine Shield is not bad. And I agree with that. So that's that's where I was coming from with this one. Not Not in a mech paladin, but in this sort of menagerie uh, Nazoth style sort of control whatever deck where this is something you are going to resurrect you're going to bring this back Interesting. is, is yeah. how i see it there's a possibility for sure but also that sounds fringe so like i, I wish i could give this like a 2.5 <laughs> uh but it's definitely not something we're going to see in the meta so it's got to be a, oh man it's not that good we're not going to see it but I'm going to be a little optimistic. I think I think I'm going to give it a three, just because that is something that could be playable. Cool. No, it's fringe. No, while, it's right? t- it's it's. Oh god. No, it's two. We're going to go with the two. <laughs> All right, let's move. <laughs> yeah, oh, is- Sheep, what do you think on this one? So I think if I I'm so trying torn. to run is off then I'm going to run it uh, only one mech, and that mech is going to be Zilliax. Like I'm, I'm not going to be running Carousel Griffin there. Um, even if it's you know corrupted, it's still nice. But I'd, I'd rather have the life steal. Um, if this had magnetic, then I would just easy slot out the uh, magnetic five fives for this one yeah. in Mech Paladin. But without it, it's just not impactful enough on board um, uh, as, as it is. So at the very least, in in my version of Mech, Mech Paladin, I'm not slotting in Carousel Griffin. I. I like the flavor of this card, and I think it'll be really strong for any sort of like menagerie type shenanigans in standard. But in wild, I, you know, I'll, I'll look at this card and, and smile because I think it's cool. Um, but I'm I'm giving this card a, a one for standard because I or sorry, one for wild because I I don't think I'm ever gonna play it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next one up is Snack Run. This is a, oops, let's, there we go. This is a, uh, two mana rare spell. Discover a spell, restore health to your hero equal to its cost. Um, 
I think that the uh, random pool is huge and wild and that we don't really want healing. Like, I don't know what deck I would put this in. Uh, at least none of my existing ones, and I don't think that this necessarily okay. creates a new one. I just don't see it. Uh, I give it a one. I, I like the f- the flavor of it. seems cool, uh, but I don't see ha, myself. Flavor. Snack. <laughs> <laughs> I give it a one. What do you think, Mike? What, Nate, you don't want to heal for zero? <laughs> <laughs> sure, why not? Uh, I like the card because... I just did a snack run, so that's convenient. <laughs> um, at uh, beef tacos, hot sauce, some sour cream. That was great. I give this card a one. <laughs> what What was the name of the 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 horse card that did this in Paladin? Yeah, I don't the, know. Like six mana four four or whatever. Discover and heal, same thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people yeah. ran that, but For that a has bit. a body. It had a body attached to it. This doesn't, so I give this a one. Yeah, um, Kill Paladin hasn't been a thing, and it won't be a thing. Um, I like the flavor of this card, though. <laughs> but it's a one. <laughs> sweet. Short and sweet. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, next up is the Carnival Barker. This is a three mana rare three, two. Whenever you summon a one health minion, give it plus one plus two. I think this card is incredible. I think this is an instant staple in odd paladin. This is better than steward of Darkshire, or you could just run both. Uh, the card seems very good to me. I give it a four. You cut out just briefly. You said you gave it a four. I give it a four. Yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah, same here. Uh, I think what's understood doesn't have to be spoken, but we're doing a review show, so I won't go too much. But <laughs> the ability, uh, I see if at any point in time this card becomes a problem, but, you know, Reno Priest is a thing and Dark Lair. If this did have the chance to be a problem, the two health would probably get nerfed on the one health. But uh, I think it's pretty sweet. I think they purposely made it three mana. They know what they're doing out there. You know, everyone says, you know, they don't care about wild, blah, 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 but they know what they're doing. Uh, I gave it a four. My note says odd pally busted. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> End of story. Yeah. Odd pally good. Um, as an odd paladin player, I wish that this was a two, three instead of a three, two, but uh, yeah, this is a four star card. Yeah, it feels very strong to me. And I think my initial thought was that it it uh, synergizes very well with the uh, Silverhand Recruits, but there's also uh, a lot of other One Health minions that, like, I mean, mm-hmm. this is just really good. This is, like, almost... This is, like, almost going to get nerfed in my mind. Like, it's it seems very good. So, yeah, if they were only looking at Wild, this would get nerfed for sure. I like it. I'm better. How would you nerf it? Right. I mean, I think cause it, it's, it reminds me of steward of Darkshire in that, um, you know, in order for it to be fully effective, you can't play it until turn five. So, cause right. you want to hear a power the same turn that you play it. And I think that's right. kind of how this is. Like if you have to tempo it out, you can, or you play it on four with lost in the jungle. Um, that note about Steward of Darkshire is going to be very relevant when we talk about uh, a legendary here. Shortly. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, it is, actually. <laughs> so, okay. Well, I think we're all agreed that this card is very good. So let's just move on then. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. Next up is Balloon Merchant. 
this is a four mana three five rare minion with battle cry. Give your silver hand recruits plus one attack and divine shield. Uh, I was saying the other day, I wish this card cost five. If it cost five, <laughs> yeah. if this cost five, I would play it in odd paladin. Oh yeah. Uh, if it cost three, it would be absolutely broken. Uh, so unfortunately, because it's even cost, like we really don't play like even paladin is just not good enough. Um, so, you know, I give it a one. That's um, sad. I know, I know, <laughs> I, but I, I, I uh, it is what it is, I suppose. Yep. Yo, I think these Blizzard saw their GM, No Hands Gamer, playing wild even paladin one night last week. <laughs> so, uh, so, oh, here you go. Like, like, oh, quick, make this card. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, obviously, like I said, last card. They pay attention to wild, my opinion. Oh, yeah. So they know what that they knew they <laughs> they damn well knew what they were doing here. So I'll give this car like a two. I'm actually not upset with even or with the uh, odd paladin like making some sort of resurgence in the meta because it uh, you know I think t- Reno Priest is like tier S at the moment, and like the only thing that's good against it, and even then only sometimes is the aggro decks. And uh, so pushing an aggressive deck a little bit harder seems fine to me. Yeah. I, unfortunately, since it's even, it's basically garbage because it doesn't fit in the meta whatsoever. Though you can play Dude Paladin could be a thing, even if it's not an even Paladin. There are decks that before used to be just Dude Pally. So it could be like crazy fringe and, and and be good, but it's there's nobody's playing nothing like that. So it, I guess it's got to be. I'm gonna go with the two because it is a strong card. It just doesn't fit anywhere. Yeah, yeah. So the flavor text is a solid five. Flavor text is it's a shiny yellow balloon, but it can be popped with a single point of damage. Talking about the divine shields that it gives. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's really clever. And he's even handing okay. like the 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 little gnome that, that that's taking it from the ogre in the in the uh, art a yellow oh, balloon. Yeah. Even like yeah. oh, that's, flavor is perfect. That's cute. Yeah, way to pull it together. Maybe uh, you, should, you should you should you should talk flavor before we vote because that would help. <laughs> <out>. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and unfortunately, since this is even costed, like I want even paladin to be good but this is definitely not going to to get it there um and gosh if if this was exact same everything just cost one more mana like this would be easy four or five. Oh but, yeah oh yeah but this is a i accidentally typed q instead of one this is a one star card if this cost five like i would play it a hundred percent oh yeah uh so Here's so Holy Elvis in chat has serious question. Is it possible that they are thinking long-term wild cards like, uh, like making even Pally a thing a few expansions later. And I, I, the way I read the question really is like when they create cards, you know, I mean, I, I truly think that they have standard in, in mind, but I think that they keep wild in the back of their head, which is why this is not an odd cost. Now. I mean, I just because then they'll have to revert it later. I don't think that they give it the same level of consideration. I mean, I think they think wild. Oh, people like to play 
play broken stuff in wild if it's got a, a high um you, you know if it's extremely powerful in wild like that's fine as long as it's not broken but i think that they consider things like this um especially mana cost when when they print these cards uh so i mean i don't know how much goes into it we've seen in the past them not doing that as much uh and and then having to go back and revert things later like barnes is a good example um and so i you know is there long-term thoughts i don't know i mean something to keep in mind is they're always designing uh one to two sets in advance um you know are they thinking long-term about wild i don't know I don't know. I mean, in some regards, but I don't think as carefully as you would think. I think that they're actively trying to not break it, but I don't know that they're like planning for a long-term even Paladin. Uh, if they yeah. were doing that, they would have had a better solution for Demon Hunter. <laughs> even Demon Hunter, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that even Paladin doesn't really care about the dudes quite as much as well. Um, yeah, which is why this isn't kind of like as consequential for even Paladin in general. Um, now, I do think that this was not odd because of the consideration to Wild, um, because this at three or five mana would be completely busted in Wild. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think that this was this one in particular was a consideration for even Paladin in particular. Yeah, I don't think it's necessarily even Paladin. No, and I Just wouldn't dude Pally in general is what I thought. Agreed. Yeah, and this I don't think that like this is good enough to replace Quartermaster if it were five, but I'd run it alongside Quartermaster. Agreed. So all right, well let's move on. Um the next one up is the first epic spell. <laughs> it's called Oh My Yog Secret. The one mana secret. When your opponent casts a spell, they instead cast a random one of the same cost. Uh this is like my uh I scored it a five. And I will tell you why. I think that this is... This was your five. And I will tell you why. I think that this slots into any Paladin deck at all. Okay, like, is this good in Odd Paladin? Yes, but this is good in any Paladin forever. Where this is so... Hey, Priest wants to Psychic Scream you? No problem. Like, this is so good uh, against Priest, but it's good against anything. Like, it messes up just about everything. Um and like <laughs> you, they could wait how much does scream cost is that seven, seven yeah. so they could sprint instead and just burn a bunch of cards or yeah. they could flame strike and just destroy your board that's instead. true yeah that's I, true i was trying to be optimistic <laughs> sheep right I, I was just you know the dichotomy of man you've got both <laughs> uh i think i love this i love this i think that it's very disruptive um and so, I mean, that's what, I, I don't know, I really like it. I think the disruptive cost is so good. And and as a one cost, um, I don't know, I, I will be trying. And I could be wrong. Maybe maybe I'm overvaluing it, but I think that it's super, super duper cool. Uh, I can't wait to see it in gold also. The Yogg just barfing purple stuff everywhere. Oh, it's going to be glorious. All right. That's my hot take for what it's worth. My first five. Mike, okay. what do you think? Well, I was looking up some uh, seven-class spells to play along with uh, Nate's idea here. So they could play a Psychic Scream, and then it transforms into, uh, you know, the Warrior Spellstone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not just that, though, right? You're playing it against Secret Mage. You're playing it against, um, you know, Warlock. You're playing it against, uh, I don't know, like 
I love it against Priest personally because a lot of times they're trying to do a board clear, and instead of doing that, they're going to end so up buffing something. Or what? What happens here if, say, you play this, right? Then, say they you're playing against a mage and they counter spell, and that costs three. So say they get what? What else is three for? Uh, Muster for battle. <laughs> like, <laughs> like is or like say it doesn't say, say the same class somehow, either. Like, so say yeah. they you make you make them cast like a fireball or a frostbolt. Where is that going? Is random. it just going to be completely it'd random? Be a, it'd be a random. Like, are they going to fireball themselves in the face? Or are they going to frostbolt yeah, themselves random. in the face? They could. That sounds pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> I just like the disruption of this, especially for one mana. Oh. Against ultimate ultimate infestation, they pyroblast themselves in the face, <laughs> or give everything <laughs> plus four plus four. <laughs> oh no, that would be so much work. Um, but I think I do think that um, I don't know. Like even so, so say Reno Priest right is running Raise Dead for zero, um, and now they get a silence instead, like. I just, it's just the disruption. Like, I don't care. Yeah. It's, it's denying them what they wanted to play and giving them something random instead for one, for, for one. Um, I sometimes think... you float one mana, like just play this. Well, and, and so I where I really see this being played is an odd paladin, right? Where the secrets that we're running are the ones to give everything plus two health, right? Mm. Oh, uh, never surrender, never surrender. But there, there was one extra slot, and I think like Jack was playing one copy of um, uh, God, I can't remember the name of it. That gives everything plus one plus one at the start of your turn. Competitive spirit. Competitive spirit, right? So this just replaces competitive spirit. Um, and the reason we're running competitive spirit is because everyone thought that it was never surrender and wouldn't play around it. But this mm -hmm. is great because you develop a board, they try to wipe your board, and then, oops, uh, that didn't work out as planned. And, like, is there a random factor? Yes. But you the, just the fact that you deny them whatever they're trying to play just feels glorious to me. Is, there gonna, is it going to be wacky? Is it going to backfire some of the time? Yeah, I'm sure it will. But, like, I, I'm running it for sure. Okay. Mike, All right, so... Uh... <laughs> Alright, so like a lot of good cards in Hearthstone, uh this card's got four lines of text. So let's start there. <laughs> I think um I Katolan is actually making good points in chat here because I thought of it before. Um you played uh Tor not Tor Master, Tor Guide, you know, turn one, populate three minion. Your opponent goes and I'm thinking of a Warlock opponent, right? Uh, assuming they don't have the coin, you got the coin. And then leading into their turn two, uh, this leads into what Nate was just saying. You can play Disruption. And assuming they're a good Warlock player, they have Defile. You can just dis disrupt the Defile and then mm -hmm. um, start to go crazy from there. If they have the second one, they got the second one. But that means both Defiles are gone before turn four or turn five. And then... You know how Odd Paladin works, so I'm going to give this card... I'm going to say a four. Yeah, I I'm going... Oh, the, go ahead, Mike. Yeah, it, it's just that this ability in the Paladin class like threw me off at first. Like It just seems really good. Paladin... Yeah, so 
Go ahead, Hydra. I'm going to say Nate has convinced me that this is better than I thought it was. I originally just had it as playable as a three. The, uh, name, because... the name alone bumps it up to a four. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, like, thinking about it a little bit more after you talked about it, I'm going to give it a solid four. Um, that it will be playable in meta decks as our as per our definition. Um, Odd Paladin can definitely play it. Any other Paladin could definitely play it. It's just it's super cheap disruption. So I like you said, will it go wrong sometimes? Probably. Like it, mm-hmm. it could be pretty funny when it backfires. But in general, yeah, you, like I want to play my card. You just stop me. You like that feels bad moment whenever they have counterspell. So this will be great when someone's playing a uh, dark dark glare warlock and they try to use the spell stone to heal. Like boom, oh yeah, whiff. You know, I, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. Well, I wonder what it's gonna sound like when it triggers. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> wah wah. <laughs> oh wait, spell stone into fireball to their own face. Oh, <laughs> if only. <laughs> But yeah, so I, I'm going to give it a four. I was thinking a three, but uh, after Nate's little speech there, I've upgraded it to a four for sure. Yeah, so the the disruption possibility for this is is amazing. But if I'm on Paladin, I want to be more proactive rather than proactively reactive. So I, I don't think that I personally would play this in in my um, odd Paladin. Yet. And yet, true. Um <laughs> If I'm playing control, then I want to do, you know, be running more like heal cards and, and things to more advance, uh, advance my game plan of, you know, staying alive with the healing or, you know, developing things that also heal. I, I love the flavor of this card. And I can see where y'all are coming from. But I don't think I'm playing this in anything. I, I, I personally am giving this a one. Um, and I can Ooh, see where y'all takes. are coming from. I like it. I like it. But at the same time, I I, I don't think I'm gonna gonna run it in anything. That said, I, w- I want to see it in gold with the <laughs> yog face barfing purple right. over everything. It's gonna be amazing. <laughs> well, and this is that's just half the fun, right? We get to see um, how right we are, how wrong we are, and I think that that's half the fun. So I love that we how we have a five and a one on this. I this agree. Is, I agree. Yeah. Hot takes. <gasps> I was originally gonna give it a two, and then and then whenever Nate gave it a five, is like, oh, I have to give it a one just just for the just for the split decision. <laughs> I like it. All right, all right. Next up, we have uh, this is a six mana weapon called Hammer of the Naru. It's an epic three three with a battle cry. Summon a six six holy elemental with taunt. Uh, woof. Um, okay. I think that this is going to be good in some sort of Highlander Paladin deck or maybe a pure Paladin. Um, it doesn't seem busted, but it definitely, definitely seems playable. It's essentially nine mana worth of stats for six. Uh, it's a little bit slow. Uh, the elemental battle uh, the elemental tag on it, I don't think really makes a difference. Uh, unless you're playing Nazoth, but it can't be pure then. Yeah, that's true. You can still play it without it being, um, Without it being pure, but but still, I think that this is definitely some good value here, um, and uh, yeah, I give it a solid three. I think this is actually pretty good. What you got, Mike? 
All right, so um, I like this weapon a lot. Um, I know it costs six mana, but uh, I'm looking at it at a probably at a two or a three because it's not there yet. Kind of like Soul Demon Hunter. Uh, secret. I ran into this deck one time and I started playing it and I started seeing it. Uh, secret Libram Paladin. Hmm. Interesting. So, uh, so I like. Uh, I'm sorry, pure. All the different elements mixed into one. Sounds crazy, but it actually works pretty well. I like this card because you can apply uh, Librams. This gets you a weapon. You can apply um, the Light Forge Blessing. Gives your minion um, life steal. Um, I'll, I'll share. I'll find the list like while the show's going on, and I'll share it. Um, I just I like the uh, pure secret Libram Paladin going on in Wild. Um, I feel like this gives it more tools. So I'll, I'll give this a three. I'm going to go with three as well. I feel like it's a rock solid card. It's you got your six mana, six, six with taunt and you have the three mana, three, three weapon on top of it. Like, don't forget you get to swing with that three times for nine damage. So you get the nine damage plus your minion that has uh, taunt as well. For six, so that's 18 damage you can do, basically. Uh, 18 attack in one card, it right? It seems pretty solid. This is going to be beautiful in gold, also. Like, I, oh, I think yeah. I think it's a salt like, six mana, 18 attack in, in total. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and if they can't even kill, maybe they have to throw a few minions into your taunt. They can't just get it with one, or they don't have, like, a shield slam or whatever they're going to do to kill it. I think I think think it's really good. I think it's a playable card. I don't know if it's going to be meta playable, but I've run into Libram Paladin actually quite a bit. Yeah, it's better than expected. So I'm going to bump it from a three to a four. Okay. I'm going to put this to to a four because that means it will be meta playable. Mm-hmm. And if Libram Paladin is in the meta, then I feel like they're going to put this in the deck just because it's a good card. Yeah, this is all around a good card. I think this honestly sets up for even Paladin sometime in the future eventually, um, because it is an even cost card. Um, Of course, Pure Paladin, of course, Libram Paladin. Um, I mean, I feel like if there's a Paladin that's not, you know, odd or that's not hyper aggro, you're probably going to run this. Like, it's just all around solid. are any of those going to be meta decks? This expansion? Probably I'm not sure. Not, but yeah. When and- I run into like a pure paladin or Libram Paladin on Wild Ladder, like they're usually pretty good actually. Like just a lot of value there. So I don't know. So like I know I've been smoked by it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but it doesn't happen all that often. Yeah. So, no, 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 I agree. I'm caught between a three and a four because this is all around a good card. Mm-hmm. But in the meta, I'm going to say that the meta is going to be a little too fast for this right now and go for it. Uh, but Librams keep it and Pure keeps it. You're pulling a Hydra. I love it. <laughs> Just like thinking out loud. Uh, what is <laughs> I, I was all set for at first I was like, it's either a one or a three. And then I'm like, it's either a three or a four. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all around the board 
with this card. I'm just so caught in the weeds with David S. Pumpkins, man. Um, yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's a four. Like this is just a, a solid card, and I think that Libram Paladin, uh, in in Wild just gets even better with this. I'm, I'll, I'll go with four. Cool. I'm not super confident about that four, but but four. There's so much value there. I think it's a very it good really card. Is. Though. It's such a good card, even if it ends up being essentially a three. This expansion, it's it's gonna be good at some point. Yeah. All right, we get into our class legendaries here. So first up is Lothraxion the Redeemed. This is a paladin demon, which is interesting. There's lore here, 100% there's lore here. Uh, five mana, five, five with a battle cry. For the rest of the game, after you summon a Silverhand recruit, give it Divine Shield. Yo, Dude. look at my man's armor. Dude. Right? Damn. <laughs> Holy Shiny. Crap. Yeah, this is gonna look amazing in gold. Do you notice how he has the golden, like the gem of the legendary, like on his belt? Hey, you're right. Yeah, that's, that's I did not pretty, notice that until and, you and just said staff, it. Right? <laughs> that's pretty cool. I gave this, this a dude is shining. I gave a this six. A, yeah, I don't think <laughs> I. I don't think it will like warp the entire meta around this card, but I gave it a solid four. Like I think it's definitely. Oh. I think it's definitely played in. Odd Paladin. Now it's interesting because I looked at Mentalistic's list, uh, his Theorycraft list, and it's not running this. But I think that this you could swap this out for Lotheb, or you just drop something and add this. Now the 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 reason that I think that it's so good is because it says for the rest of the game, so it's a permanent effect. So even if this guy dies, the rest of your game it's a permanent Steward of Darkshire. Like I don't. I, this is rad. Uh, this is absolutely super cool. And you tempo this out. Like there's no reason not to. Um, oh, yeah. I struggle because it's in the Lotheb slot, but I think you make room for it. Like this card is just rad. So this is a solid four for me. The only reason I don't give it five is because it's very, it, it fits into essentially one deck. It fits into odd paladin and that's it. Um, I suppose like you, like you won't run this in a pure paladin, right? Um, you don't run it in like a Reno Paladin. You don't run it in like it's only for odd Paladin in my mind. And so I don't think that it is meta defining or, but I think it's definitely played in a top tier meta deck. So uh, the, like the reason that I scored the other one, a five is because I felt like you could drop it in any Paladin deck and it would be good where this one is one specific Paladin deck, but it's very, very awesome. So I, uh, yeah, I give it a four. Yeah, um, I'm not going to sound exciting or unique here. This card's a four. This card activates the day at the fair. This card, if you told me that... Um, what's the three drop that gives Divine Shield? Steward of Darkshire. If you told me Steward of Darkshire got tired of getting killed and evolved into this five drop and had a permanent effect, I would definitely play it. And here it is, like, in all this <laughs> shiny golden demon glory. I don't get how he's a demon in Paladin, but it's cool. It's all good. It's lore. Um, There's, we'll talk about it on our lore episode. Ooh, okay, okay. More content. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Okay. So, yeah, I'm giving it a four. Like, th this is a home run to me. I know it goes in one deck, but the deck it goes in, it's like, it, it's amazing. This this card is amazing. So is your face. <laughs> Appreciate it. So what I struggle with here is whether this is a five or not. 
<laughs> because nah. like it's it's so close, but I don't I, I I don't think it quite is. It's so darn good. Um, like, like 4. yeah, 5. It, it like sorry, four point five. We have that yeah, here? yeah. Well, <laughs> well, what I wrote was four slash five. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on, on my things because I didn't know what to what to call this, but uh, I it's 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 a solid four for sure. I don't think it's quite there for the five, but it's a persistent effect. It's there for the rest of the game, absolutely, no matter what. It's gonna be really really annoying that every single one one that comes out now has divine shield. Yeah. So I like, like it. that like that's going to be really annoying, right? Because mm. say you didn't quite get off the ground at the beginning um as odd paladin but and now everything has divine shield. Yeah. It's just a it's a solid card. It's a it's a 4. So the downsides I'm going to give it a 1 because <laughs> the downsides are that this doesn't give things already on board True. you know right um and uh, the steward of darkshire slot you at the very least the one ones that you know you're paying five mana but the one ones you, you get two one ones with divine shield um that said this absolutely goes in odd paladin like well, I, it's like it's a little slow right like it doesn't have a little about, slow it's a little slow. But it's a persistent effect, and it comes with a body. My like, note was late, but great. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Yo, guys, yo, think about this, right? Right now, playing against Odd Paladin. Uh, Nate, you play Q-Block. Uh, I like to play other decks that clear boards. We all play decks that clear boards. When you clear an Odd Paladin board, it takes, what, 30 seconds? Because your opponent is moving their mouse really fast for them to make a whole new board. So I think this card's awesome because once turn five, if you know, if you curve out and play this on five or coin four, once the following turns come up, they have all these cards to summon well to summon Silverhand recruits and now they're gonna have shields Boom. as of next week. It makes like, it as of this significantly week, that's more, already happened. So yeah, much like, better. It it yeah. makes it very difficult to clear uh as a warlock yeah. main. Like if this messes up my defile, this messes up my um Rain of Fire oh. or whatever it is. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Dark Skies. Dark Skies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, this this is definitely going. I I think in in my odd paladin, like I think I may even take both Steward of Darkshires out to put this and Carnival Barker in, and like find some other slot to to fit in my second Carnival Barker. Like I I think I like this that is because that we need we need people to experiment all different type of ways. So if we're all trying different ways, we divide and conquer it. We'll find the best. So I'm, I'm with that. I like that sheep. Yeah. So I mean, I definitely think that I, I'm running with Raxian, if I pronounce that correctly, um, in my odd paladin for sure. Cool. So four for me. S- Absolutely four. four. All right. Cool. All right. Uh, one last legendary card for paladin. This is High Exarch Ural. If I'm pronouncing that correctly, this is an eight mana seven five battle cry. If your deck has no neutral cards, gain rush, lifesteal, taunt, and divine shield. So this is like a combination between uh, mm. Zilliax and uh, the cat. What's it called? Um, Shervala? Shervala. Shervala. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it has to go in Tiger Paladin. God. There you go. Yeah. There you go. So uh, this card, it, it costs a lot. But like, 
Rush Taunt Lifesteal Divine Shield? Like, dude, it's that it's, sounds like Ziliax. This is Ziliax 2.0, but only in pure paladin. It seems mm-hmm. okay, but it's very slow. Uh, does it create a new archetype? Uh, I think in it makes pure paladin into a thing for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will try it out. I think it's playable. Like I, I, um, I think that like, I struggle with this cause I don't know that it makes it up to a four for me because I don't think that it makes its way into like quote unquote meta decks. Uh, because I think it, ha- it, because the requirement for it to go into pure paladin, uh, but I definitely think it's playable, so I give it a solid three. Yeah, uh, saving time. I agree with what Nate just said. It's a three. Everything Nate said. She's holding. Yeah. She's holding the the uh, hammer of the Naru. By the way. Oh, she sure is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that this is like an awesome, extremely powerful card. It's gonna be annoying. It's got a great heal. It's mm-hmm. all around a great card. It's that um, the fact that it has to be in pure paladin, mm-hmm. and that that's not necessarily a great wild meta deck, right? So it falls under the category of it is a playable card, not necessarily playable in a meta deck. So three for me. Cool. I think it's sad that her gems are are epic gems when when uh, Lothraxians <laughs> were legendary gems. But uh, good point. Good point. <laughs> Maybe this yeah, used to be an epic. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I'm debating on whether this will make that Libram um, pure paladin like a meta right? deck in wild. Do you just run Holy Wrath and run this with Shrivala and just have a higher chance of like? No, I guess you can't run Shriv- Wait, Shrivala's Paladin, legendary, right? Shrivala's yeah. Paladin, but uh, Polkill and nope. Bankers aren't. Nope. So in order to like get it off, you would need to. Oh no! Yeah, it doesn't run it's, those neutral cards as well. It's not consistent enough to make it work. Yeah, you're right. No, Never mind. Unfortunately, boo. Well, I wish that this didn't have the pure like constraint to it because I would love to run this in uh, even Paladin. Right. Oh yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, Gen is neutral, so can't really do that. Um, I don't think that this makes Libram Paladin um, a meta deck. Um, I think I'm gonna have to go three. Like it's it's almost there. It's mm-hmm. almost there, and I think next expansion may get us there, but we're not there quite yet. So three for me. Hold on, sheep. Hold on. You got yep. my brain working. I know we're about to go. Uh, yeah. Even Paladin. So think of, we're all like legend players here. Think of the lines of play when you're playing like a Warlock deck. It's got Zephyrus, a Galakron Warlock, and you can't play Zephyrus until you draw the other copy of the card, right? Right. Why can't, why can't we apply that in even Warlock where we play this after we draw again? So we could, but the thing is, like, like there, there are a decent amount of other, well... I mean, I guess you could, but you want it to be more consistent than that, right? Okay, yeah. I think you just want it to be more consistent, because like, if you want to be able to heal up, but your gin is still in your deck, you don't want to draw patches. And so this is like <laughs> a reward for drawing patches, but you want to keep gin in your deck because you don't want to draw... Like, it's kind yeah. of conflicting. I, I see exactly what you're saying, but... um. Even Paladin doesn't have enough. Uh, yeah, Auto just nailed it. 
Even Paladin doesn't have enough draw. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, what up, AC? Auto concede. So, so good question. Very relevant. Yeah. Very relevant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it doesn't have call to arms either. Exactly. No call to uh, arms. No divine spirit. Is... Like. <laughs> <laughs> all right well we're wrapping it up for paladin here next up will be priest um i so i'm gonna call it the end of part two here let's take a quick mm-hmm. like a five minute break use the restroom get a snack i'm gonna check on my son and make sure that he's doing well and um we will be back in just a minute 